just never tired of spewing that propaganda Now stop every day, it's a single song We're the right and you're the wrong But never fear, we will fight on We'll keep speaking truth until you're gone In the end, we'll think it's true We're the ones looking out for you I hope we'll the roof right off the shore Cause I'm busting out my talking points It's time to judge my soul It's time to pay that toll I know that at least There was one who stood for peace I know that on that day When I finally had my say The whole world will hear me Cause I'm gonna shout it What's up, everybody? Another day in this bullshit fucking hellscape, but hey, at least we're all here together. That's really the best we can hope for. We're all in this together, everybody. I know it's depressing. I know it's sad. I know, like a lot of us, predicted this. We knew this was going to happen. We fought, and we failed, and it's depressing and discouraging, but we got to keep a stiff upper lip, got to put our chin up, and got to keep fighting. Because what's the fucking alternative? Welcome to the greatest show in the history of mankind. This is the Dusty Smith Show. And yes, I am depressed today, but uh, we're going to get through it together, folks. How the fuck you doing? I love the shit out of you guys, as usual. I appreciate you joining me tonight. Let's go ahead and jump into the show. As always, going to start with a little religious bullshit. Going to read every single one of your super chats at halftime. So buy my love for the super chats, please. Help out the show. A great way to support it. But in the meantime... Open your hymnals to page one, because it's time for Religious Bullshit, Religious Bullshit, Religious Bulla 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 Shit. It's time for Religious Bullshit, it's time for Religious Bullshit. And that's what got us into this trouble to begin with, folks. Religious Bullshit. We took our eyes off the prize. It's amazing to me to think about back to 2014, 2015, 2013. We were whooping fucking religion's ass, man. It seemed like they were fucking down for the count. There were no popular religious channels on YouTube. There were no popular conservative speakers out there. We we crushed them. Every time they popped their head up, we mocked them. We ridiculed them. They were the fucking laughing stocks of the goddamn internet. And you want to talk about mind viruses. This mind virus of the SJWs popped up. We were told SJWs were now the greatest fucking threat on the goddamn planet. All the people who were fighting against religion, they turned their back on the fucking fight and they aimed their weapons at the fucking left. And that's all it was, day in and fucking day out. Criticizing the left, shitting on the left, turning the fucking back on the goddamn theocracy that was taking over fucking everything. And then here the fuck we are, 2022. And yeah, I'm fucking pissed about it. We're going to talk a little more about that later, but let's go ahead and start with the religious bullshit news. Hey, folks. Did you know that you cannot date someone who was not saved if you're a Christian? You might be thinking, why? What's the worst thing that could possibly happen if I dated someone who's not saved? Well, hey, Christian people. Hey, Christian preacher, Corbin Russell. You're going to explain it to us. This happens. People marry people and they, that aren't saved and they turn into reprobates. They go out and they, they, they get divorced and they start sleeping around with the, you know, the same gender. They become, you know, pedophiles. It happens, folks. I'm not making this up. You're not making it up, folks. Happens. It happens. You're totally heterosexual, not a pedophile, but you go out and you sleep with someone who's not in your cult, and suddenly you want to bone children. 
It's true. I have so many examples, but I gotta go. I can't really give you any right now. And then they're back on their same ass bullshit, folks. They're making lots of money off hate preaching. Yeah, they're destroying Christianity in the process, but they don't give a fuck. They'll be dead and gone. Here is basically the same type of dude I've been showing you week after week after week. He's a member of these uh, a series of Christian hate churches that apparently get most of their tithes by wishing death upon gay people. Let's let him explain it himself. Look, the new IB is characterized by hard preaching. We're going to preach the word of God. We're not ashamed of it. And today, you know, a lot of times people were characterized by our stands on the LGBTQ and the transvestite and the queers and whatever. But look, that's not really extreme for us because we just believe everything the Bible says. You don't. It's just that. You absolutely don't. The Bible said slavery is okay. It said go to the next town and murder all the men and take the women who are still virgins as your sex slaves. It says you can beat slaves. It also says to uh, stone disobedient children, adulterers. You ready to stone Donald Trump? No. No, you're not. Well, you don't actually believe shit, you fake motherfucker. That's the issue right now that people want to fight about. And look, I'm here to tell you something. Show me the movement of Christianity in America or anywhere in the world today that's standing up against the queers. Um, well, the Texas GOP just passed a resolution as part of their charter to declare homosexuality is an abomination. They're lock fucking step with you. This is the head GOP party in Texas. Half of our political body. So what the fuck you talking about? Show them to me. Where are the preachers? We're literally, I mean, on that subject, we're the last man standing. Oh, so brave. And we've got to just cry aloud, spare not. As you say, they attack us, they sue us, they protest us, they bomb our buildings, they try to get us evicted. He's the victim, y'all. We're such victims, oh my God, everybody's mean to us. We're so brave, we're such heroes by wishing the death of gays. Who cares? We're going to preach the word of God. You say, Pastor Manis, have you changed your stand on the sodomites? Look, I, 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 what I believe about the sodomites, I agree with Pastor Shelley. I agree with Pastor Thompson. I agree with Pastor Mejia. I agree with Pastor Anderson. I believe the Bible says that they should be made unalive. <laughs> make sure this doesn't get gets quoted right on social media. Yeah, I'm quoting you right, motherfucker. You want to kill gay people? Show us the love of Christ. Do it harder, fuckos. And, uh... Then, him and Metal, the friendly atheist, got out there and said, Christian hate preacher Roger Jamez says very loudly that his position on LGBTQ people is that they should be made unalive, to which he got on his church account, messaged him and said, By due process, not by Christians or anyone else, judges guilty for a capital crime and executed for a crime. Are you queer? Have you actually come out of the closet yet? Yeah. If you don't want the government to murder gay people, you must be gay yourself. What other reason would someone have not to want the murder of gay people? And it says, isn't your church the one where a member just got arrested for making death threats about a pride parade? I don't recall his plan for a due process, to which the pastor replied, is he my church member? I hope you don't get sued for slander, says the free speech lovers, always threatening people for 
say whatever the fuck they want, to which Hemet says, he publicly said you were his pastor. I almost emailed you about this earlier and you uh, didn't, or also emailed you about this earlier and you didn't respond, to which he responded, P.S. Are you queer? God damn it. This whole country being run by children. Not even like nice children. The worst fucking little demon spawn you can goddamn possibly think of. Ruling us by minority. Here's another one. Stronghold Baptist Church. Hate preacher David Burnsons. I, I just got a stupid thing even to, and this is such a small thing, but, but still, you know, we lost our PayPal account as, Good. A, as a church. Uh-huh. We lost our, uh, I lost mine personally just Good. for whatever reason. Because for whatever reason, because you preached death to gay people, which is sort of against the rules on Patreon and PayPal a little bit. You know, the haters of God just really want to shut things down. Uh-huh. I just had my brother send me a little bit of money on Venmo. Apparently Venmo is like owned or they use PayPal or whatever. I haven't used that account for years. And then I just get an email saying, oh yeah, you're shut down. I'm like, wait, what? That what? Like I've used this thing like four times. Consequences to my actions? <laughs> what? <laughs> what? For what? For what? I, I didn't even know at first before I read it. I was just like, oh, PayPal. Like, oh, they must have just... So you got people being harassed and not and not able to do business for standing up for the word of God. We're simply calling the death upon people that, for no that's reason. That's all it is. It's 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 the what I believe about the sodomites, because because I could read a verse like Leviticus twenty thirteen out loud, in front of a camera and put it on the internet. So if you do something like that these days, then you know Gay Pal is going to shut you down, and Gay make pal. sure you're shut down forever from any of their subsidiaries and and you know. Life. Good. Learn to love it, dipshits. Oh my god, cancel culture running amok. But it's sort of a good thing. Here's another example. They keep going and going and going, folks. Here's Christian hate preacher Joe Jones talking about how a pedophile can never be heterosexual. I guess that means all the pedophiles in your church, all the pedophiles in Catholic Church, all the pedophiles in the Baptist ministry, I guess they're all just Jesse Lee Petersons. Somebody comes at me, and, and this has happened very recently, and they say, hey, I wrote another one down. Um, what do you think, Mr. Jones, about the fact that a lot of pedophiles are hetero? False, fake news. There's no such thing. Okay? I don't care if you take a guy, and he's 40 years old, married, has 18 kids, but yet he's attracted to young girls. Okay? Guess what? He's not heterosexual. He's not normal. He's a sodomite. Somebody comes at me and they... I mean, he a pedophile. Isn't it bad enough to be a pedophile and having to try to twist them into something else? Good Lord. But anything, anything to demonize gay people because that's what it's all about, folks. And it's working. Can I fucking say? This fucking trash goddamn country, it's working. And ladies, aren't you ready to get yourself a good Christian man where... You can stop having to think about things or be in control of your own life. Just do it, ladies. The Bible tells you so. The first thing I want to say is that the Bible says obey them that have the rule over you. So, woman, to make your okay, husband... Okay, so you obey Joe Biden, right? Joe Biden has the rule over you? You obey all... No? You don't? You don't obey anybody who has the rule over you if you don't agree with them? Huh. Hmm. Curious. Have the rule over you. So, woman... To make your husband's job easier, just obey what he says. When he tells you to do something, just do it. It makes his life easy, okay? His life is already hard. Right. Is- Our lives are hard. Like, who gives a fuck if your life is easy or not? 
Don't you want to make our lives easier by just doing what you're fucking told? He's cursed to have to work. Just like you're cursed with childbearing, he's cursed with having That's right. to work. Men! Men are cursed to have to work, you freeloading ladies out there. There's one thing I know about this job market. It's how few women are out there working. And so the pain that you feel in childbearing is sort of similar to the pain that the husband has to feel going out and working every single day, eight to 12 hours no, a not. day in the heat, in the cold, suffering pain. So when he thing. comes home and he asks you to do something, uh -huh. it's not you that tells him what to do. He asks you to do something. The Bible says to obey that, okay? It makes his life a lot easier. Fuck so him. why is it that women are telling their husbands what to do? It doesn't, it doesn't make sense. It's, it's very shameful, okay? And you're not making, it, it's, even if you're, what you're wanting your husband to do would be a benefit, it's not helping the situation at all because you're <laughs> undermining his authority. That's right. Even if you're giving him good advice and telling him good things to do, you're still not fucking helping. Shut your mouth, ladies. The best thing to do would be to ask him to do that, okay? Get permission. And asking your husband to do something you know, if you're constantly asking and then you ask him to do it and he doesn't want to do it and you just, you know, throw a fit, you're bitter about it or whatever, that's not actually asking. What you're doing is you're manipulating him to do it. And that's wicked <laughs> as hell. Wicked as hell for asking your husband to do something he doesn't want to do. So you're incubators, ladies. Not allowed to have an abortion. They're going to make it to where you can't even travel to other states if you want to get medical care for yourself. No rights for you ladies. Pure theocracy all the goddamn time. But the SJWs, oh my God, there are more than two genders. What? The world is ending. We have to stand up to the SJWs. Hey, are the Christians really that bad? Really? Name one bad thing about them. And then right wing pastor Kent Christmas wants you guys to know he has some of the best gaydar going on in the fucking world. So have a listen. Did you know that when somebody is really possessed by a spirit, it manifests through their countenance? I, I can see that a lot. If somebody really has a spirit of anger, I can see it in them. Uh, so you can tell if somebody's mad? Oh, congratulations, Freud. If somebody's gay, I can immediately see it. It changes the physical appearance of people. I can tell how gay somebody is by how tight their shirt is. So, huh? I don't know. My gaydar is going ding, 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 there, old Mr. Christmas. I'm starting to say, might be protesting a little too much. And then, folks, prepare to celebrate, celebrate, holiday. Everybody's favorite mullet head, Prophet is back. Silly Ray Cyrus, Silly Ray Cyrus, I fucked it up. Robin Bullock wants you guys to know that he was right all along when he prophesied that Trump would win in a landslide. If you don't believe him, let's let him explain it for himself. I remember somebody very well known in the prophetic world. I mean, very well known. Asked me on the phone. Said, do you think that Trump will win? I said, yes. I said, whether anybody knows it or not, I'm not sure yet. That's what I said. And then prophets started saying, it's a landslide, it's a landslide. They didn't miss that. There was a landslide. 
But a landslide is when everything comes off the hill down to the bottom, and it takes a while to dig out of a landslide. The fuck you talking about? That's not what you mean by a political landslide in a... <sighs> like, you don't... A landslide doesn't dig itself out from the landslide. When you went on a landslide, you bury whoever you are running up against. You are the landslide. You're not the one that gets buried. It's all the bunnies and the little fucking skiers and shit that gets buried. Not the person who did the landslide. What the fuck? There's a lot of debris happens in a landslide. You do understand that these people's mamas were snakes. Talking about these wicked politicians that came in and stole what they stole. Their mamas, their, their generation of vipers. Well, you gotta bring the mamas into it. They've learned from those who trained them. And they just live in, a, in piles of swarms. And if they need to, they eat each other. Yeah, definitely not something Trump does. That's one thing I know about Trump is how loyal he's been to the people he's hired and fired repeatedly. Just no goddamn sense. Did you guys hear about the FBI raiding this cult in Georgia? So apparently there's a specific cult who sets up churches right outside military bases. And apparently there's lots of military bases in Georgia. So they set out these churches within a few mile radius of four different military bases. And then what they do is it's almost like a, a swarm trying to infect another hive so they set up their little nest outside of these military bases and they send their little brainwashed drones out to make contact with as many military people as they can and they try to pull them into the cult and then once they have them in the cult they have access into the military base where they can pull money out through like medica uh, medicaid medicare whatever it is the uh health services for the military and also, you know, military has so many different ways that they funnel money to soldiers and stuff. So, yeah, FBI raided four of the churches. They're being investigated for target targeting the military. So not surprising to see. You know, I mean, it's a good grift, right? Sit up outside the military and then infect all the fucking soldiers and suck off the teat of the taxpayers. And apparently they're making a pretty penny because they were setting up all over the place. Good scam if you can get into it. And then prepare your shock face, folks. Another one. Stephen Weiss will be arraigned July 7th. Grand jury indicts Pepper Pike rabbi accused of exchanging sexual messages. Load up. With a person he thought was a teen. Always happens. Where you at, Q? It's the teachers we need to be worried about it, folks. Oh, my God. It's the drag queen theaters. But every week, over and over again, multiple examples. The priesthood, the preachers, the reverends, the rabbis, they're the ones fucking your children. But it's just like, a, <laughs> it's just like, where is it at? Uh, fuck. The Onion put out a funny thing. I missed it. Anyway, I'll find it. Even though Onion was making fun of them, the headline was like, parents encourage underage child to save herself for preacher. Hilarious. Funny because it's true, but also scary, sad, horrible. All of the things, all of the things. And then, hate Pete preacher Greg Locke. He back, folks. He got a very special guest. I bet you guys can't figure out who guest he has on. 
He had someone who figured out all the fraud in the elections. One of the most godly men who ever fucking lived. You better go to Walmart, buy his pillow while you still can. Let's see if you guys can guess who he's about to introduce on his stage. Well, today is a special day. You know that the Lord has privileged us with our platform to be able to have a number of influencers, uh, ministry-minded people, politically-minded people, business-motivated people, all different walks of life that we have had. Oops, my bad. This platform, all kind of people that have been to this tent, that have shared testimonies, that have talked about what we've seen the last couple of years with the pandemic and with the uh, election and all of that. But I got to be honest, I am so super excited about today's guest for several super reasons, excited. for a number of reasons. Uh -huh. Is it because con men like to flock together and lick each other's balls? One sacks? of which is because he is a man of his word. Uh, I mean, there is nobody, <laughs> and I mean nobody in America, that has put more personally skin in the game into election integrity than this man. So, he's talking about Mike Lindell. Mike Lindell, a man of his fucking word. Mike Lindell been saying the same thing every 10 seconds for years. Oh, the Supreme Court going to overturn the election. No, no, Trump's going to be back in any five minutes now. Just one of the worst, most shameless lying con men in history. So, of course, of course, you think he's incredibly honest. Of course, he doesn't really think that. He's a con man. He's got to, you know, lick the balls of other con men. And there is no doubt. I mean, we're talking about putting your money where your mouth is. Amen. And I mean, he is. I don't want to see where his mouth is. into this nation to make sure that we know that this is still the God-blessed nation, the United States of America, ladies and gentlemen, and we're not going down that easy. The yeah, ship's not going to sink easy. anytime soon. Global Vision, I want you to get on your feet. Make welcome my friend, Mike Lindell, to the platform. Woo! Yeah! He's not just the founder, he's the inventor of my pillow. God bless you, brother. And he's like... Oh, Undertaker! Stone Cold Steve Austin, my Undertaker will destroy you! So that's what he said. You don't have to watch it, just trust me. That's what this Paul Bearer impersonator said. And then, folks! So, this, this next video, folks, I was going to put this in the Beyond Parody section. So this is an older video, I'd never seen it before, but it went re-viral yesterday. And I watched it. And I thought to myself at first, holy shit, this is some of the greatest parody of conspiratorial Christian bullshit I've ever seen. I was like, this guy is an amazing actor, what he's doing here. And the reason I thought that was because what he's saying is so unbelievably ridiculous that after I watched it, I thought, man, that is some of the greatest satire I've ever seen. He sounds exactly like some of those crazy conspiratorial preachers, but I mean, what he's saying is so, it's a little bit too over the top, so he's clearly just mocking them. But then I looked it up, and this is real, folks. This is a real guy, a real preacher. He's not pretending right here. So let this guy explain to you why the song Call Me Maybe is an introduction to the tribulation and the Antichrist. Wait to hear this, folks. Call me, maybe. Let's look at those four phrases separately and see how God is revealing to us the name of the Antichrist. Hey, I just met you. Now, the I in this case 
refers to the Antichrist. And just meeting you means that he is revealing himself. This is the Antichrist's entrance into the end times. And this is crazy. That's the seven years of tribulation. Remember back in Daniel chapter number four, King Nebuchadnezzar goes crazy or insane for seven times. He lives among the beasts and eats grass. The beasts that he lives among are the two beasts of the Revelation, the Antichrist and the false prophet. I can see it. Those are the seven years of insanity. That all tracks. And this is when the Antichrist is going to reveal himself during those seven years. Just logic. But here's my number. And of course, I think it should be obvious to you obvious. what the Antichrist's number is. His number is 666. And he is not talking here about a telephone number. He is talking here about his number of the beast, which he is going to give to every one of us. That's what he means when he says, here's my number. Don't call him, maybe. And the last phrase is really the most interesting. Uh -huh. So call me, maybe. Now, he is not saying call me on the telephone. Uh -uh. What the Antichrist is saying here is, my name is maybe. Uh -huh. Call me, maybe. Uh -huh. Totally. Now, what's interesting is that Nostradamus also called the Antichrist Mabus. Mm, very interesting. Is exactly there a the connection between Mabus and maybe? No, there's not. Not at all. But like, how could that be real, folks? I was like, holy shit, this guy's amazing. Like, just so deadpan and nailed the crazy Christian conspiracy bullshit. But he's real. He's a real dude. Welcome to third Eagle, Third Eagle Media. Hey, I can read. Third Eagle Media, my Bible prophecy website. I'll be uploading here new cool prophecies. Just good Lord. He has other ones too he's put out that are also amazing. Let's just watch very briefly. Welcome to Revelation. Here's where he's going to explain where the uh, song Dream of Goose by Korean artist Psy warns of the Antichrist. Let's skip over to where he gets the actual song. Here we go. Prepare to be converted, folks. Indisputable truth. Which is a prophecy about nuclear warfare. As one of my subscribers pointed out, the fat man and the little boy are the nicknames which were given to the first two atomic bombs dropped over Japan. Now, this is not accidental. Not accidental, folks! Welcome to Revelation on purpose. Fucking side working for the goddamn Antichrist. Let's see what else he has to say. Which you see Psy kick over represents authority, especially the authority of the Catholic Church. But did you also hear the gunshot? No. That's a snare drum. Now when Psy points his finger at the camera and you hear the gunshot, snare drum, the screen opens up into a black void, uh, my whole, my which whole symbolizes soul is a black void at this the point. Great tribulation, which will fall upon the planet after the Antichrist takes over. Now, proof. Are you guys ready to convert before it's too late? Don't let evil sigh pull you to hell with him. <sighs> Beyond parody, but also religious bullshit. And then let's see what else we have here. Oh yeah, here it was the onion. I told you this one already. Christian parents encourage child to save herself or themselves for church leader 
Not too far from the truth, folks. They don't give a shit. I just give their kids up to these fucking sickos and they pretend like they care about child molestation. It's all bullshit. And all right, folks, that is my religious bullshit. Hope you enjoyed it. What you guys got to say over there? Sai, he's Korean, not Japanese. I didn't say he was Japanese. I said he was Korean, didn't I? I think I specifically said that. Did the other guy say he was Japanese? I am not paying attention. Uh, we are all in a black world lately, yes. A black void, I totally agree. That's the drum dummy. Yeah, it's a gunshot. That's what snare drums are. They're gunshots, clearly. No stretch there, folks. He telling the 100% truth. And okay, folks. Before I get into my chud watch and talk about the ban on abortion, the repeal of Roe versus Wade, the January 6th hearings that are going on that 100% are proving that they tried to overthrow democracy, and they're probably going to do it again because conservatives don't actually care. I want to talk about what I talked about a little bit at the head of the show. And hey guys, how you doing? Don't that's what happened six years ago. When I put out a video called How the Alt-Right Took Over the Skeptic Community. I've talked about this before, and uh, it's kind of a hard subject for me to talk about. I don't know if you guys remember what happened, but uh, like I said earlier, there was this whole atheist community that just sprung up, and we were incredibly popular, and we were destroying religion. Like, religious people were literally scared to come on YouTube and make videos because they were so afraid to be mocked. Conservatives didn't even have a platform on there because we annihilated them. We humiliated them. And then this idea cropped up. Sort of started a little bit by TJ, the amazing atheist, but I'm not going to fully blame him for it. But it was almost like a mind virus, and almost overnight, everybody who was in the atheist and skeptic community jumped on the bandwagon. They turned their attention to start talking about SJWs and how dangerous they were to our society, how they were destroying society, how they were the biggest threat to America that we should be focusing on. And every video put out by the skeptic community practically was about SJWs. Every tweet on Twitter was about SJWs. And they turned a blind eye to anything Trump said, anything conservatives did, anything the theocracy was trying to do. And so I had a choice whether I would go along with it or not or whether I would fight back against it. And it wasn't that hard of a choice, but I was tempted because, like, at that time, the anti-SJW videos were making incredible amounts of money. Millions upon millions of dollars these people made off these anti-SJW videos. Still are, some of them. I even went and met with TJ when they were doing the Drunken Peasant Show, which was at the time was one of the most popular podcasts on the internet. Even talked to Ben, who was their producer, about going on tour with them. They were thinking about doing live tours, and they floated the idea of me opening for them. And it was everybody, all my peers, everybody in the skeptic community was doing this. Everybody. And it was hard not to just go along with it. But then I started researching what the conservatives in this country said they were going to do what Trump's platform was, what he said he was going to do. 
And he said from even the beginning, this is what he was going to do. He was going to pack the Supreme Court and Roe versus Wade was going to automatically be overturned. He talked about how they were going to ban transgender people from the military. They talked about the tax cuts for the rich during one of the most major wealth inequalities in the history of mankind. They talked about it all, and I decided I couldn't be a part of it. I just, I like sleep too much. I'm not saying all this like, I don't want to come off like I'm thinking I'm a hero or anything. I'm just telling you what the fuck happened. But I was naive, because I thought the skeptic community is logical. If I just come out and I make an argument on why what they're doing was harmful and where it was going to lead, I could actually convince these people not to do it. But I was wrong. Instead, what happened was every single popular skeptic channel made videos and tweets about me all at the same time shitting on me. Amazing Atheist made videos shitting on me, calling me a grifter, saying I was wrong. Shoe on Head made videos about me, calling me a grifter. Armored Skeptic made videos about me. Computing Forever, Bearing, T. and Kraut, Andy Warski. Chris Raygun was going on his Twitter telling his audience that I was senile, that I had Alzheimer's and needed to be put on a home. And overnight, I went from having videos that got, you know, 50 to a couple hundred thousand views at a time to practically nothing. They destroyed my channel. They punished me for telling the truth. And it's been years now. It's been six years and I'm still getting shit from it. But something actually happened last week that was very therapeutic for me and actually emotional for me to hear. And that was TJ, the Amazing Atheist, did an interview with uh, some channel called The Vanguards. And finally, somebody asked him about this situation. And his comments actually meant a lot to me. Because for the first time, he admitted that he believes that I was right and he felt remorse for being a part of the mob that attacked me and destroyed my channel over this. And like I said, I have a, a pretty thick skin. I talk a lot of shit and I 100% believe if you talk shit, you got to be able to take it. But to go overnight from being very popular in this community that you loved to being a social pariah, to literally having millions of people watch videos hating on you, to getting constantly attacked and shit on, it was hard. Like, it had an effect on my psyche. I'm not going to pretend like it didn't. So to hear TJ say this, I'm about to play the video. I'm about to play the, the beginning of the video. It was like closure for me. It's not exactly the same thing, but it's almost like somebody who was convicted of a crime and they were innocent. Finally, hearing the court say they were innocent and set them free. I never thought I would hear any of these people admit that they thought I was right and they felt any remorse for it. So let me go ahead and play you the video. This was uh, TJ from The Vanguard Show. 
and this is what he said. Well, first of all, I just wanted to say, you know, don't I wouldn't be too hard on yourself for starting the anti-SJW stuff. And that may have had some influence on the election and, and Trump and all that. I think that you could, you know, much uh, more accurately blame the establishment, the powers that be for creating the, the kind of miserable economic conditions that Trump was able to <clears throat> exploit. Um, yeah, but that I, don't, said, I don't. I don't. I would never be so conceited as to think like, man, if I hadn't made yeah. that video, Trump wouldn't yeah. have got elected. But I don't know. Right, right. I guess part of me does is that conceited. So well, never mind. I well, that being back. said, uh, that being said, and you know, not to dredge up any old old drama or anything like that, but you know, I, I do remember there was one guy in the skeptic community, uh, Dusty Smith, who kind of was you know trying to raise the alarms about this, and he actually put out a video. That I think was called how the alt rights took over the skeptic community back in 2016. And mm-hmm. he just got completely, uh, his whole channel was basically like destroyed from what I remember. His whole yeah. career. I was one of the ones that fought him on that shit. Yeah, so I remember I, that. I kind of know. So, in I mean, fact, I'm still uh, blocked, TJ, on my personal Twitter account because I remember you blocked every single yeah. person that followed Dusty. Uh, yeah, so, j- again, just in retrospect, I mean, obviously putting aside egos and all that crap, uh, yeah. you know, do you think he was right about that? Yeah, I do. I mean, I think that Dusty was right. Um, I don't I I think that, you know, it was uh, sometimes, you know, being that first mover is not really advantageous. (laughs) Sometimes it means you get all the heat. Uh, And obviously he got all the heat for saying for being a little ahead of the curve on that one. You know, oftentimes we punish people for being ahead of the curve. So um, that kind of happened to Dusty. So, you know, I feel bad that that did. But, you know, he was right. And, uh, you know, he should definitely get credit, I think, long term for being right about that. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, luckily for him, I think he's doing fine. I sometimes watch his show. Seems like he gets a good amount of live viewers and that he's bounced back. But, yeah, I do remember, you know, obviously, I don't know how familiar, if at all, you are with Zach and I's uh, channel. But we do uh, cover a lot of kind of like intra commentator beefs and drama and all that stuff. So I I specifically remember that being one of the first real. Yeah, uh, I'm not really I don't know. I don't really get into that kind of stuff too much. Sure. Um, Sure. I don't really I don't really care about it uh, too. I mean, like. It's because once again, you know, I'm not too enamored with internet personalities, you know. Right. I, I like I like doing it. I like being one. <laughs> I personally am not that fascinated with it. Uh, mm-hmm. I don't know. It's yeah. never been something that I, I cared yeah. about. Well, did when when uh uh Dusty, you know, was making those points and when so many people were kind of pillaring him, including yourself for making those points. Uh and, and and now you say you agree with him. So at the time, did you genuinely disagree with him or was it more of just like an ego like, you know, fuck this guy for calling me out. I'm going to, you know, try to destroy his channel or were you uh start there was processing? No, there was no urge to destroy Dusty's channel or anything like that. It was just, you know, we wanted I wanted to put him in, you know, I th- I thought it was uh I thought he was totally out of wanted to put me in my line. place. Uh, you know, I don't really remember all the specifics, but I remember just kind of feeling like, oh, you know, he's this is hyperbolic, histrionic nonsense. He's totally off base on this. This is not how things are going to happen. Um, you know, this is you know, this is like outrageous, you know, grandstanding shit. He's just trying to appeal to this new demographic and blah, 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 because, you know, it was it was obvious there was like a nascent sort of left demographic. And there's obviously left wing grifters as well. And I was like, well, you know, I think he's just grifting this new like left movement that's coming up. And um, so I was like, you know, I kind of even called him out on Twitter like, yeah, you know, you just grifting, blah, blah, blah. blah." Um, But, you know, uh, ultimately he was he just he just saw something that none of us had fucking seen yet. And, you know, he got shit for it. I gave him shit for it. Um, I don't really regret giving him shit for it, even though I, I, I know I was wrong. But like at the time, I thought I was right. 
Yeah. Uh, and I behaved in accordance with my principles. But yeah, in, in retrospect, I was wrong about that. Yeah. Uh, all I was getting at was that. So anyway, that was very therapeutic for me to hear. Very actually emotional for me to hear. I know that seems strange, but it was, you know. And I appreciate TJ saying that. He didn't have to say that. The truth is, like, I'm kind of a dickhead. And so I often behave in a way that makes people not want to give me credit, even when I'm right, because I'm kind of arrogant. And I'm not afraid to say I told you so. And people don't respond well to that. So some of it is my fault. But I do appreciate him saying that. And uh, I wanted to shout out you guys. People sent me that clip and they were asking me for my opinion. But what they did had very real-world effects. The whole anti-SJW community, what arose, not putting 100% of the blame on them, but they helped create the situation we are in right now, where we are run by a minority of theocrats, conservative shitheads, that are now put in place to take the rights away from minorities, women, all of us. We're literally on the precipice of them destroying our democracy. And I feel bad that... I feel like I lost. I fought against this for years, and I do feel like I lost, but I'm not going to quit fighting. We're going to keep going. And people saying TJ looks weird. I, TJ has lost a bunch of weight. And he's wearing makeup on his eyes or stuff. He's wearing a lot of makeup these days. He's kind of trying to look like a uh, Rob Zombie. So I think a lot of that's just makeup. So anyway, that's leading us into our Chud Watch. Wrote a song about it. Like to hear it. Here it go. Chud Watch. Talking about Chud Watch. We talk about Chuds and make fun of them. Hell yeah, and first off on the Chud Watch, this is what it led to, folks. Texas GOP convention loyalists embrace far-right anti-gay rhetoric. The Texas GOP just passed their charter. This is basically an outline of what they're going to push for for the next two years, and it's basically totally anti-gay, totally anti-trans. They're talking about seceding from the United States, and they're talking about how Trump obviously won the election and it was stolen from him. So they've embraced the big lie. They want to go back to the, I guess, Civil War days. They want to be the new Confederate. And the log cabin Republicans have been banned from attending their events. And I just want to say, what the fuck did you guys think was going to happen? When you associate yourself with vile homophobes that hate you for no other reason than who you love. What the fuck did you think was going to happen? Gay Republicans who have seen and even supported the cruel actions Texas Republican leaders have taken against trans kids are truly delusional if they're shocked that the Texas GOP would exclude them from its convention, which they did. So the Texas Log Cabin Republican, which was a group of uh, self-hating gays who support Republicans even though they hate you, are whining about it. Their president, Charles Moran, released the following statement. Texas 
Republicans just saw on Tuesday night what happens when the party includes new faces and voices. A Democratic-held seat was flipped for the first time in nearly 100 years by a conservative Mexican woman. It's clear that inclusion wins, which makes the Texas Republican Party leadership's decision to exclude the Texas Law Cabinet Republicans from their convention. Not just narrow-minded, but politically short-sighted. They don't give a fuck. They never cared about you, you fucking morons. President Trump, who historically expanded the GOP's coalition, made clear that LGBT conservatives are welcome. In the America First movement, Trump said nothing as they banned you. Instead, he sent them a shout out on how proud of them he was. Trump says, wow, look at the great state of Texas and their powerful Republican Party platform on the 2020 presidential election fraud. After much research and study, <laughs> they disavowed the national result for president. Such courage. But that's why Texas is Texas. They know that a country cannot survive without a free and fair elections. They're literally trying to destroy democracy, make it harder to vote so that an even smaller minority can rule us. And, of course, Texas GLP. Thanks, Daddy. Thank you. So there you go, log cabin Republicans. Trump don't give a fuck about you, and neither does the GOP, but keep, keep lacking, lapping their asshole. Keep it up. You get what you fucking deserve. And then, folks, there's such beyond parody all the fucking time. This is the alpha male party. The party that claims they love these big masculine men that stand up for themselves. They're not cooks. They're not pussies. And almost every single one they put in power is like this spineless weenie, Lindsey Graham. You know what I lied about Trump? Everybody was afraid of him. Yay! Way to be chicken shits. Including me. Yeah, no fucking shit, motherfucker. You goddamn coward. Not everyone's afraid of me. I wasn't. Put me in the fucking room with Trump. See if I treat it with a goddamn iota of respect in any fucking way. I ain't scared of that fat geriatric painted from head to toe coma or fuck. Just because you ain't got a fucking spine don't mean the rest of us don't. Stupid asshole. And here's where it led, folks. Cops out in full force to make sure that the Supreme Court is fully defended. Their jobs aren't to defend you and I. Their job is to defend the interest of the rich, of the powerful, of the elites. They don't go fuck about us. Take a woman's right to choose away. Turn you into an incubator, which is a form of fucking slavery. Then hide by a bunch of chicken chip cops. The good news is, if anybody did actually try to do anything, the cops wouldn't do fucking shit about it, as Uvalde has taught us. They would run for the fucking hills and fear their lives. Not saying I want violence to happen. No violence, no violence, no violence. Just saying, if violence did happen, the cops ain't gonna do fucking shit about it. And you think abortion is where it's gonna end, folks, but it's not. Abortion is what they're starting with. That's the beginning. Clarence Thomas, concurring explicitly, calls on the Supreme Court to overrule Griswold, which is the right to contraception, Lawrence, right to same-sex intimacy, and Obergefell, 
I think I pronounced that right. Close enough. Right to same-sex marriage. It's all on the table. For that reason, in future cases, we should reconsider all of this court's substantive due process presidents, including Griswold, Lawrence, and Obertfeld. Yeah, folks. They're telling you outright what they're going to fucking do. Remember what happened to Iran back in the 70s or 60s, whatever the fuck it was? You had women on the beaches in bikinis and now covered head to toe in burkas looking out of an inch fucking slit. That's the future these Christian fascists see for our country. And maybe they won't get there. Maybe we can rise up against them. But abortion's gone, folks. And here in Mississippi, it ended instantly. They passed a law over five years ago that if the Supreme Court ever overturned Roe versus Wade, instantly that moment, abortion would become illegal in Mississippi. And I guess they're giving it 10 days, supposedly. They've given the uh, abortion doctors like 10 days to shut down. But it happened, folks. And don't worry. Rich-ass conservative politicians still have access to their abortions. Their mistresses, they're going to be able to get all the abortions they want because they have plenty of money just to travel to another state to get it. They can charter private flights to do it. Make no mistake, this entire thing is an attack on the poor. It is the poor who is going to feel the effects of this. Many of the minorities, if not the majority, which is curious, considering these are the same people continuously bitching about the great replacement. Yet because of this, we're going to have many, 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 many more minorities, less white babies in this country. But it's like everything else. They don't actually give a shit about that. It's like gas prices. They pretend to give a shit about that, but they had the chance to vote against oil companies price gouging, and every single conservative voted against that because they don't actually give a shit about what they're talking about. They just want an excuse to fear monger. They want gas prices to be higher so they can use that as a cudgel to beat Democrats with. They want more minorities to be born so they can fearmonger about white people being replaced. It's all smoke and mirrors. It's all dog and ponies. And this is where we're at, folks. Got the President of the United States going out there talking about how he's going to defend women's rights to cross state lines. Because there are politicians in this country, conservative politicians, threatening to arrest women who go to other states to get medical care they don't agree with. This is how far and how fast we have fallen. As the Attorney General has made clear, women must remain free to travel safely to another state to seek care they need. My administration will defend that bedrock right. If any state or local official, high or low, tries to interfere with a woman's exercise in her basic right to travel, I will do everything in my power to fight that deeply un-American attack. Which is what? You didn't do shit about goddamn abortion becoming illegal. You didn't do shit as women's rights were taken away. How are you going to stop them from arresting women to go to different states? For crossing state lines. How are you going to stop that, Biden? 
You're not. How is this happening in America? Fuck, I used to be proud of this country. I know that was my own fucking stupidity, but goddamn, I can't believe this shit. And so many conservatives going public, cheering, bragging, giddily, putting it in our face how happy they are that they've taken our rights away. Just one example. Piece of shit, Glenn Jacobs used to be the wrestler Kane. Roe versus Wade has been overturned. Hooray! This clears the way for states like Tennessee to pass stronger protections for the unborn and is an answer to a prayer for so many. Goddamn, fuck everything about you. I liked you better before you took that mask off, motherfucker. But at least he got ratioed to hell and back. People are coming out against him. People are pointing out what a fucking piece of shit he is. So that's good. Then Governor Greg Abbott going public cheering his ass off put out this statement. Governor Greg Abbott today released a statement following the U.S. Supreme Court's decision to overturn Roe v. Wade. The U.S. Supreme Court correctly overturned Roe v. Wade and reinstated the right of states to protect innocent, unborn children. They don't give a fuck about your children. What the fuck these motherfuckers done about the gun violence? What the fuck they've done when 19, 10-year-olds murdered? Nothing. Made it easier to get guns. They're not pro-life. They're pro-birth. Once you're born, they don't give a fuck about you. Live or die, who gives a shit? You're on your own. Texas is a pro-life state. And we have taken significant action to protect the sanctity of life. So, yep. Go do another photo out with this motherfucker, Joe Rogan. Please, show us what a letter you are. And like I said, here in Mississippi, staff at Mississippi's last abortion clinic learned it could stay open for 10 days and then that's it. I'm going to wear three condoms from now on when I have sex, folks. I'm just, I feel like such a fucking, I know it's not my responsibility and my fault, but I do feel like a fucking failure because I did see this shit coming. I tried. I thought, I literally thought, I thought people would listen. I thought it was obvious. But yeah, as Robert Reich says, forced birth in a country with no universal health care, only for this whole country that don't have it, no universal child care. I was reading other people's posts talking about how for one child a year, their child care was $11,000 and that was cheap. There's no way poor people can afford that. And at the same time, these people continuously griping about welfare queens. It costs 20 grand to have a baby at the hospital. People can't even afford rents. What do you expect them to do? They don't give a fuck. No paid family and medical leave. One of the highest rates of maternal mortality among rich nations. Richest nation in the world. Isn't about life. It's about control. 100% about control. 100% about the theocracy sticking it to us. The piece of shit trolls giddily laughing. <laughs> Look how we own the lives. Look how upset everybody is. Literally a giant portion of them only cares about upsetting people. And they're giddy. 
that they got to take our rights away. And then we have people like Obama virtue signaling out there. Obama, today, the Supreme Court not only reversed nearly 50 years of precedent, it blah, 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 blah. Why don't you fucking do something about it, Barack Obama? He said the very first act he was going to do as president was do something about it. Then when he was elected, he said it wasn't high on his priority list. Let's have a listen. Well, the first thing I do as president is, is sign the Freedom of Choice Act. Really? Then why do you do it? Uh, that's the first thing that I do. Now, the Freedom of Choice Act is not my highest legislative priority. Anger building. Dusty want to fucking smash. God damn it. Even our own side is fucking feckless. Do nothings. I'm trying to calm down. I want to fucking have a heart attack here live on the goddamn air, but all right. Well, that's all my, that's all my fucking abortion. For the most part, that's all my abortion coverage. I'm sorry for yelling in you guys' ears. So then they move on to the next battle of the culture war because they're not done. They're not done just taking your right to choose away. The next step is to end gay marriage, gay rights, the ability to keep a job without being fired for being gay or trans. That's the next step. Here's Charlie Kirk. This is what happens when conservatives don't fight the culture war. The flags of a victor flying over a conquered city. Gays are their enemies. Tell you outright. Our city has been conquered by the enemy, the gays. That's who you should really be afraid of. As we force you to be incubators, as we arrest you women for going across state lines, as our pastors get up there and tell you to obey, 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 you are property. They tell you it's the gays that are our enemies. Here he is. I would say mask off, but the mask was never on this motherfucker. Explaining why Juneteenth, a celebration of the end of slavery, is actually bad. It's a Trojan horse. National regime media is in the process of trying to create a new Independence Day, a new federal holiday. Now, on the surface, it looks like an innocent enough day worthy of celebration. And if you take it word for word, it absolutely is. It's wonderful news that the news of emancipation hit Texas and the slaves were freed. A day worthy of celebration. But let's not be naive. Let's not be naive, folks. They're actually coming for you, Wattis. It's actually just a plan by the left to destroy white men. It's exactly what they said about Martin Luther King Jr. Day. Fool out racism unbridled, unhidden. And these are the fucking people ruling us by minority. Here's James Lindsay. The complete fucking moron who doesn't know his ass from a goddamn hole in the ground who is responsible for the fact that you're not allowed to talk about racism in school anymore. 
Air Force put out this recruiting poster. I guess some of their cadets running with the pride flag. And make no mistakes, the Air Force don't give a fuck about gay rights. They don't give a fuck about trans rights. The Air Force only cares about recruiting new kids for the meat grinder. But this is what they have to do to pander to the next generation. Because gay rights, thankfully, are actually very popular with the next generation. So they have to do this to draw people in. Or, as James Lizzie says, carrying the flag of a hostile enemy in the military. Shame. That's right. Gay people. You're the enemy. They're not trying to hide it in any way. And make no mistake, you're next. You're next on the Supreme Court's list. And here's Marjorie Taylor Greene giving aid and comfort to terrorists. We know the Proud Boys planned to storm the Capitol, try to overthrow our government and sell a dictator. We know that happened. We know that recently they went into a drag queen story hour and tried to intimidate and scare people with threats of violence. So here she is about to give them advice on how to make their optics better while they terrorize people. I want to show you someone that did go protest. Uh, There was a group of these guys. This is one of the Proud Boys. They went and protested a drag queen story time, and they disrupted the story time. And now you can see that the the sheriff's department there has opening a hate crime investigation. I wonder why. Into the protest against the drag queen story time. Uh Uh-huh. Well, this this guy in his T-shirt sure do make it easy Uh um, to, to create a profile of people that would go in and want to stop it's a not a profile this is who they are time. clearly the shirt is something that they can use to make make anyone that would want to stop a drag queen story time look dangerous um maybe look like they're trying to kill someone yeah we're the ones making this guy look crazy and dangerous um even though clearly none of us none of us uh, would support pedophilia in any way and definitely would want Dude, if, if you don't want to hear what I'm talking about, fuck off, okay? This is my goddamn show. I'm sick of you guys sitting there talking, oh, talk about something else. Go fuck yourself. There's plenty of opportunity if you go to watch whatever you fucking want to. Stop whining, goddamn. To stop pedophilia, but you can see the imaging problem here. So just as you would go in and you would want to look good for a job interview or you would want to dress appropriately if you were going to talk to, um, you know, anyone where you wanted to look look respectful and you want people to think good things about you, I would suggest if you're going in to protest a drag queen story time, if you're going to your school board to talk about it, if you're going to any elected official to talk about this issue to stop it from happening, maybe like if you live in New York and you're tired of hundreds of thousands of dollars paying for drag drag queen shows in your in your kids' schools, which absolutely that would offend me the most, I would suggest that you dress um, dress appropriately. Wear suits when you're going to commit hate crime, folks. Listen to Marjorie Taylor Greene. Gonna give advice to fucking psychopaths. And uh, she got kind of on, folks. Apparently, they have some evidence coming out shortly that a lot of people who stormed the Capitol on January 6th were, in fact, armed with guns. And here's a heated conversation that Marjorie Taylor Greene had today with the January 6th committee. 
Let's see how this goes for her. I just found something that said, uh, you, you're quoted as saying in talking to Real America's Voice um, that whereas January 6th was just a riot at the Capitol, and if you think what our Declaration of Independence says, it says to overthrow tyrants. So do you think that the assault on the Capitol was a legitimate exercise of uh, popular insurrection? Yes. Oh, Mr. Raskins, I, I know it's early in the morning, but this is the Rules Committee. This isn't your Trump derangement committee the, that you call the January 6th committee. My last name doesn't have an S on it, Ms. Oh, Green. I apologize, okay. Mr. So, Raskin. Okay, you've been talking about the Second Amendment. You came here to talk to us about the Second Amendment, I right? talk, I'm here to talk so, about due process rights and protecting Americans' okay. due process rights. All yes. right, so I, I just want to be clear. You've been quoted at least as saying that the January 6th uh, riot at the Capitol was in the spirit of the Declaration of Independence, which says you can overthrow tyrants. You've also testified that people have a right to carry guns, presumably wherever they want to go. So it seems to me that... Uh, lots of people were armed on that day, but the logic of your argument is that everybody could have been armed and brought their weapons with them. And I, I'll I, take that what as a evidence do you, What evidence so, do you have that a lot of people were armed that day? Oh, Mr. Raskin, do you it, have that to, to introduce oh, into the, the just record? Just wait for it, but, but <laughs> when, when it comes out, presumably you'll be supporting it, right? That they, they would have a right to have guns and knives with them, is that right? Mr. Raskin. Is that your position? Uh, no, Mr. Raskin. Well, no, I'm going to ask I the think, questions here because this I is think, the Rules Committee. You're not a member of the Rules Committee, Ms. Green. Are you? I'm a Are you a member of the Rules Committee? I'm a witness here at the Rules okay, so Committee. Okay, so let me just ask you a that question. That is talking about due process rights, not, not your uh, lies about January 6th, about President okay. Trump and others. Okay. Weasel! Not going to ask the question, but yes, that is the true answer to her question. She thinks everybody should have a right to be armed at all times, including the people that stormed the Capitol. Can't wait for that information to come out. That'll be amazing. And then, did you guys see her tiff she had with a British reporter? Where she told the British reporter to go back to her own country, folks. Most popular conservative congressperson. And it's our job to defend... Murder, and you got laws and nothing back. Well, you can go back to your country and, and worry about your no gun. That's very fine. We like ours here. And it's our go job. back to your country. You guys are gonna get mass stabs when it's fucking a, a knife wielding motherfucker going into a school and stab 19 children to death. Like, what the fuck? It's just all nonsense. They don't care about your kids, they don't care about anything, folks. And then, like I said, the January 6th committee. What is it, day five now? Uh, I kind of feel sorry for Adam Kinzinger. I mean, he's a conservative, so he's pretty much going to get what he deserves. But uh, they definitely going to vote him out. But I, I'll hand it to him. At least he seems to try to be trying to do the right thing. Here's a short clip from uh, yesterday's committee. The oath that we take has to mean something. It has to cut to the core of who we are and be the driving force of our service to this nation. We on this committee, we may be able to shine light on the darkness, but that is not enough. It's now up to every American, now and in the future, to stand for truth, to reject the lies, wherever we confront them, in our towns, in our capitals, 
and our friendships and our families and at the ballot box and within our own minds and hearts. Thank you, Mr. Chairman. So, yeah, good job, but uh, they're going to vote you out because that's their plan. They know they cannot rule by majority, and they're getting so unpopular now that it's becoming harder and harder for them to rule by minority. So they're just going to end democracy completely. And it came out that all the usual shitbags you would imagine asked Trump for pardons. Breaking, the January 6th committee just revealed that Matt Gates, Mo Brooks, Andy Biggs, Scott Perry, Lou Gohmert, and Marjorie Taylor Greene asked the White House for pardons. What kind of people ask for pardons? Guilty people, right? Jim Jordan also inquired about a pardon. Gates asked for a pardon for any and all things he's ever done. But even though we have them dead to rights, proof that they all asked for pardons, conservatives still won't give a shit. They'll still claim they're the ones draining the swamp. All they'll say is, hey, we asked for pardon because we felt like Democrats were going to unfairly try to convict us for something. It's some kind of witch hunt. So, hey, it's not our fault Democrats are crazy. We're not fucking crooks. We're smart to ask for fucking pardons. But, yep. Imagine if a bunch of Democrats were doing that. Imagine what they would fucking say. Imagine what Trump would say. But instead, this is what Trump is saying. So apparently CNN, one of the producers at CNN, put out a memo that said, hey, instead of calling it the big lie, why don't we call it Trump's election lies? Because Trump's election lies is more specific on what it is, and it's more damning to Trump himself than saying the big lie, which is a little more vague. So of course, Trump went public, spun it, lied, and this is what he said. A big story from two days ago that CNN has put a clamp on ever using the term the big lie because I think they're worried about the legal liability of using that term because I think they realize it wasn't a big lie. They're not allowed to use the term the big lie on fake news CNN anymore, which is the reason. They're literally still allowed to use it. He just sent out a memo and said, hey, let's try calling it this instead to be more clear. 100% lies all the time. That's all they fucking have. And of course, the January 6th commission is going on, so Fox News is covering uh, the big stories. You know, like how Kamala Harris had to take six shots at the basketball hoop before she landed the hoop. Yay! Way to cover the hard-hitting stuff, Fox. But I watched Jordan Kepler. I can't show you the clip because they'll copyright me. But he went out to one of the Trump conventions and he asked Trumpers about the January 6th committee, what they thought about it. And they're all like, we didn't watch it. We're not watching it. Why would we watch that? We know it's not true. We don't have to watch it. So Fox News doing their job by ensuring their followers don't ever have to be inconvenienced with the truth. And then we have motherfuckers like this out there. Herschel Walker who clearly has brain damage, but probably is going to become a congressperson in the United States, distracting the public with bullshit like this, telling President Biden 
You killed the Keystone Pipeline on day one in office. Senator Warnock voted with you every step of the way. This has nothing to do with Putin. Stop blaming other people and look in the mirror. But the truth is, the Keystone Pipeline is in full operation. The Keystone XL extension was canceled. It wouldn't be completed by now, and it would have carried tar sands, heavy crude, which isn't used to make gasoline. So explain how Keystone would affect current gas prices. Show your work. Well, it won't, but that's not the point. The point is they know they can lie to their base and never be called out for it. And if I go talk to my Fox News watching uncle, right now the first thing he will say is, but Biden destroyed the Keystone Pipeline. That's why the gas prices are so high. And no amount of explaining it to him, no amount of showing him the evidence will ever fucking change his mind. And they're going to get people killed, folks. Here's Republican candidate Eric Greitens. They're trying to threaten and scare anybody who doesn't go lockstep with Donald Trump. Who doesn't follow his every command. They call him rhinos. And they're putting stuff out like this that is absolutely going to get somebody killed. Eric Greitens says, we are sick and tired of Republicans in name only surrendering to Joe Biden and the radical left. Order your rhino hunting permit today, he says, as he holds a gun in the picture. Just outright trying to scare Republicans into not opposing Trump with threats of violence. And undoubtedly, it will work. Because this is what they're all fucking about. And one more. On the Chud Watch. <laughs> so I'm not going to play this clip because it doesn't fucking matter. If anybody's been paying attention, you know that Russell Brand has become uh, a right-wing shithead. He's like the new Dave Rubin. But of course you have people like Glenn Greenwald, who has also become an incredible right-wing grifter, who is going to go out and defend him every step of the way. So he posts this clip and he says, Given Brand's immense career success... It's hard to claim his motive is grifting. It absolutely is not hard to claim his motive is grifting. If instead of going to the movie set and have to audition for parts and get jobs in Hollywood, instead you can sit at your house and spit out a conservative video that gets 2 million views and you can spit out a couple every single day, you can roll in in the bank. And on top of that, you get... Incredible validation from your audience. This is one thing TJ talked about in that video I just showed you. About how one of the reasons he did it was because of the money, yes. But also because the audience kissed his ass and it felt good. And that's exactly what happens when you put out right-wing propaganda. Not only does it appear the YouTube algorithm helps you, but you get your nuts sucked day in and day out by people. Like Glenn Greenwald, people like Joe Rogan. And it's very seductive. And that fully explains 100% the hard right wing grifter turn Russell Brand has made. No other explanation needed. And all right, folks, that's my show. Watch. Hope you enjoyed it. Going to be a long show tonight. Probably going to do two and a half to three hours. So settle in, fuckos. And also, if you guys love my show, and you should. Please consider supporting me on Patreon. Patreon.com for says podcast. I lost a couple this week. Wrong direction. So like, uh, whatever you can chip in. It all adds up. Dollar, two, ten, hundred, million, whatever. 
whatever. It's all on you, but I definitely appreciate it. Help me out if you can on the Patreon. Link in the description of this video that. Now let's read all the Super Chats. Super Chats, please hit the like button, fuckos. Do it. Only half of you have hit the like button. The rest of you should die brutally. <laughs> Just kidding. RB became a dust buddy. Welcome, RB. Good to see you. Oh, I gotta go higher. All right, Eric Anonymous also become a dust buddy. You can become a dust buddy for like $2.99 a month, which is uh, pretty cool. You get customized emojis to spend the chat with, so do it. Become a dust buddy. Belaze it, says Heavy Chai. Hard day for us, but gives me hope to see so many people speaking up and being heard. Keep fighting. We are not alone. Also, love to have Stash and Pretty Boy. All right, I'll give some love for you. Justin Ship. Sending this donation in honor of a troll in your Facebook. Hooray to the trolls! Stick it to them. Alt-Fact. What's up, Alt-Fact? Employ involuntary celibate as American Taliban. Everybody go to Alt-Fact's channel on YouTube and subscribe to him. He does a clip channel for my show, and he's doing a good job. So messed up. Yes, it is. Senator Intelligence. Curate Lover 972. $5. Dusty. Frank Zappa said this country would become a theocracy. Frank Zappa was a soothsayer. Beware of the Ides of March. Couldn't send a super chat. Share PayPal info. My PayPal is cultofdusty2 at gmo.com. Cultofdusty, and then the number two, and then at gmo.com. You can send me payments directly to my PayPal, and they actually take out very little money, so that's cool. Dusty, I dyed my hair green a few months ago, so I must be a sinner. You dirty SJW. Jenny Rude, have a wardrobe malfunction on the show. It off, JK, unless you want to show it off. I ain't got no show off. You don't want to see that. I don't make you guys sick. Joe LaFar, $2. Hey, appreciate it, Joe. John Porter, $10. Shout out. To all the women, stay strong, beep boop, big ball. To all you women out there, advanced dance, Dark Nine. I just got an Oculus for the first time. Porn, wow, yep, pretty cool. Enjoy that shit. Cuba lover, Dusty. Do you think these conservatives would go after the porn business without mercy? Probably. I wouldn't be surprised. Although porn is incredibly popular, it's like more popular the more conservative an area is. Also, the more racist an area is, the more likely they are to search for interracial porn. True story. Look that up. Wonder why. Hey, I just met you. Is schizophrenic, no doubt. Hey, he got a point. Don't blaspheme. Alt fact, a credit to your character. Hey, appreciate it, Alt fact. Thanks for the love. EMFB, you should look up the high school security guard that went down for kitty pics if you haven't already. I think it was in Nebraska. Anyway, here's some money. All right, I'll check that out. Thank you, dude. Michael Boyd, to all Namaste to you. Hermie Varsawas, I went through similar worst things, was loss of a friend. Yep, you feel my pain. E, what's up, E? I get these once a month. Woo, that's buddies. Hell yeah. Welcome back, E. Um, you have better quality followers right now. You're right, I do. Like, I did lose a shit ton of my audience, but like, I not really missing them because I was kind of embarrassed of a lot of them. And now I have the best audience on YouTube and I love you guys. So it is way better. Keep up the good work. Yeah, will. Jennifer Bourne, appreciate it. Much respect for not getting sucked in the anti-HW mob. Even Dark Matter made an anti-HW video at one point until he thought better. Yeah, I made one too. I was like involved in one of uh, TJ's main anti-HW videos. Uh, it was like white men have questions for SJWs or something. But I got into that shit real fucking quick. Dusty, would you say those other skeptics were parasites getting rich off you? They were getting rich off the anti-HW movement. I'm not sure they were getting rich off me, but they had to... They had to demonize me. They had to shit on me so that people would not even listen to what I had to say. Like I said, when both Chew on Head and uh, Chris Bragov were going around telling everybody that I had Alzheimer's and I should be put in a home, I needed uh, elderly care for dummies, is what Chris Reagan said. 
they weren't actually commenting on any of my criticism. They were just trying to make fun of me so nobody would listen to me so they could continue spreading their grift. And they did quite successfully and still are in a lot of ways. Much respect, Dusty. Thank you, Christine. Appreciate it. RB, $20. I was a fan of yours during that era as well. And to be honest, that community in hindsight was filled with edge lords, and a lot went all right. I'm glad they are gone. We're smaller now, but I wouldn't trade the new community for anything. I totally agree. This new community is way better. Parker Aguirre, I'm generally considering running for office in California. I feel very strongly. And instead of just talking about it, I want to do something, anything, to be honest. Hey, well, good luck. You know, let me know. I'll try to support you if I can. YT1 or $10, 10 pounds. You did not lose, Dusty. You're still fighting for a good cause. Even if it feels like fighting against windmills, keep going. Oh, I will. I'm not going to give up anytime soon. But I appreciate it. Dusty, you should run for office. Hell no. I don't want to be in a fucking politics. I'd rather use this platform and do what I'm doing now. I think I'm more successful. Polly Pockets, Dusty was right. Someone put this in the chat. Just wanted to share. Hi, I appreciate it. It feels good. Selenia 499, sorry I can't give the normal amount. I had a costly Ruka now this afternoon. Well, I'm sorry to hear that, but thank you for chipping in, Selenia. Good to see you. And April S, always very generous. Hero April S. Dusty was right. I appreciate it. You're pretty cool, April. Two Seagullies 499, hello from Pontiac, Michigan. From fan Stefan and Luke. Thank you, Dusty. You rule. Hey, you guys rule. Love you guys. Yup, attacking the poor. 100% what it's about. They're still going to go get their fucking abortions. Jenny Rude, why can't we impeach SCOTUS? Those Justice Trump appointed lied about Roe versus Wade because we have a feckless Democrat government that's better in every way than Republicans, but still useless. Dusty, we need to punish Debbie dads if women can't afford abortion. All right, works for me. Not going to happen, but Mark Tibadeo. Every once, every ounce of your rage and disappointment is absolutely justified, Dusty, and I echo every bit of it. Hang in there, deep breaths. If things can change in one direction, they can change in the other. I, yeah, I don't want to be too much of a doomer. I'm hoping things will swing back, but man, it's just sliding so fast. It's scary. Polly Pocket, it's very interesting that Thomas wants to ban gay marriage, but hasn't said anything about interracial marriage, which used to be illegal. It's coming up next. Would be surprised if he banned that too, even though he's in an interracial relationship. I lost my uncle yesterday, says Jesse Zimmer. I'm sorry to hear about that. Devastated. Your show helps me a lot, as it does for many others. You help us put the words how we feel. Keep up the good work. I appreciate it, Jesse. I'm sorry to hear that. I lost my uncle, too, although he got murdered by the FBI, so I uh, I know your pain. Oh, in fact, the Supreme Court wants to distract from the hearing so much. Yeah. Not surprised they're all in that shit together. Basset Hound Gang, $10. Thanks for being real, Dusty. I've been a fan of yours for a long time. Keep it up. Fight the good fight. Hey, appreciate it, Basset Hound. Will do. 2000 Retro Suzuki saying Trump election lie takes away plausible deniability of the Republican Party as a whole. Yeah, it's a good change, right? Cuba Lover, 1972. Dusty, the right doesn't want to admit they are wrong because they want to be embarrassed. They don't care if they're wrong. They just want power. Don't listen to the chuds in the chat. The show is great. I appreciate it. Yeah, people just whining. <laughs> Shut the fuck up. What is the show called? It's the Dusty Smith Show, motherfuckers. If you want to talk about something else, go get your own fucking show. Show me how it's done. Cry more, noobs. I used to look up to Glenn Greenwald sad. He used to be better, though. He's changed a lot. Dusty, you gigantic slut. Take my money. I will, Eric. Thank you. Space Bukowski gave followers. Thank you. Dead part. Hey, my buddy E. It's like I told you, stand strong. Right is right. Greatest show ever. E. Greatest dude ever. Love me some E. Hope you're doing well. Lane Diggity. What 
up, Dusty? What up, Lane? You were right out along. Shh. Yeah, no shit. Don't forget to thank Brianna Joy. Thanks, Brianna. Carmel G. Good job, Dusty. Hey, appreciate it. Thanks a lot. Thoughts on environmental issue segments? I'll look into it. Scullybones999. Dusty, back and watching your streams. Been working with my roommates on animation series, but always love your content. Keep doing what you're doing. And much love. Hey, much love to you. Omar Christian Fascism. I hope not. God damn it. I fought so hard against it. Jack Duncan became a dust buddy. Welcome to the cool kids. Pronto, you also made an anti-BLM video. If I remember, I did do that. And then I deleted it. Hell yeah, it was bad. And Stephen Wheeler, very generous. Keep up the good work. Hell yeah, Stephen. Really appreciate your generous donation. You rock! All of you have been so generous. I really appreciate it. Thank you guys. Thank you guys for supporting the show. And let's continue on. Please hit the like button. Do it to it. And now, folks, we got a really, really long and hard... Beyond parody! Parody, 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 parody. First off on tonight's Beyond Parody. Did you guys know the left is terrified of Dennis Prager? That's right. Nobody, and I mean nobody, dare stand up and debate this bastion of genius. Don't believe me? Just listen to him. I'll give you another interesting thing that people don't reflect on. We ache to have them on our shows. We ache to debate them, but they won't debate us and they won't come on our shows and they won't us have us on their shows. I have all- So, obviously, immediately what happened was all the debate bros are like, what the fuck are you talking about, Willis? We would love to be on your show. There is a cottage industry of left-wing people out there who do nothing but debate. And they will debate anybody. Believe me, I've seen them. They debate all kinds of stupid motherfuckers. If you have any kind of platform, they will come debate you. This is just a straight up fucking lie. They know their side will just believe anything and never hold them accountable. So, of course, Sam Cedar, hey, available, available, and anytime. And uh, Vosh and Destiny and everybody was like, hey, dude. Over here, we'll debate you. There's Sam Cedar. There's a Destiny. There's a Vosh. There's Hunter Avalon. Everybody. Let's do it, motherfuckers. But of course, don't hold your breath. And then I, uh, I couldn't find the tweet. I forgot to find it before the show. But then Jordan Peterson commented on Vosh. Let's see if I can find it. Might be able to find it. Let's see. And basically, Jordan Peterson has gone public and said the exact same thing himself. He actually went on the Joe Rogan show. Here he is. He went on the Joe Rogan show, and he said, um, nobody will debate me. They're too scared on the left. So Vosh goes on Prager's comment and says, you, you could be wrong. I, I would debate you any time. To which Jordan Peterson responded to him. He says, yeah, but nobody cares what you think. What the fuck? You can't. Pretend you're all big and badass that you'll debate anybody, but they're too scared to debate you. And then when the debate bros say they'll debate, you'd be like, nobody cares about you, though. I won't debate you because nobody cares. That's definitely a weak fucking cop out. Cowardly, cowardly custard can't cut the mustard. And then a whole bunch of Jordan Peterson hate tonight, which is amazing because I love shit on Jordan Peterson. Can't get much more beyond parody than Jordan Peterson. So, uh, Prepare your shock face, folks. This one's truly shocking. 
Free speech, absolute, steely-eyed missile man, the bravest motherfucker on the planet, will stand up to anybody. Nobody dodged from super genius Jordan Peterson. Uh, yeah, he blocked all comments on his tweets from now on. He said it to where the only people that can comment are the people he's following, which is a very small amount of people. So yeah, can't comment on his videos anymore. Here they are. Dub, or, not his videos, his uh, tweets. Double jeopardy, no comments. Clown government, no comments. Yeah, right, step up, no comments. No, really, no comments. No comments for anybody. Nobody will debate me, but shh. I just want to be able to scream at you guys and say whatever the fuck I want to, but I want anybody to be to give me their opinion or their criticism because his little man, baby, piss ass can't handle it. And Ethan Klein, who he's following for some reason, was able to comment. I'm sure he's not following him anymore, but giving him the business. This is why I raced your episodes, Big Ed. And big ups to Ethan Klein. I gave Ethan Klein some shit because back in the day, he had a few interviews with Jordan Peterson. And he was kind of like uh, tickling his nuts a little bit. He was going to be like on the bandwagon. And he jumped off that motherfucker. So credit where credit's due to Ethan Klein out there. And then, folks, Peterson's real, real worried about people who are too prideful and people who are narcissistic. He says, one of the sure signs that you're dealing with a malicious or careless narcissist is their use of LMAFO. What's wrong with LMAFO? I like their music. Party Rock is in the house tonight. Like me some uh, Red Foo. You could be my new thing. Anyway, so yeah, I think Jordan Peterson might know a little bit about narcissism. He's literally selling a bust of his own skull, folks, with free shipping. Hey, don't you guys want to spend $360 to have Jordan Peterson's face stare down at you for your bookshelf? Of course you do. That way people can just walk into your room and know immediately that you're a fucking piece of shit. Super cool. And uh, remember when homophobia was uncool? Nope. Here he is. Remember when pride was a sin? Oh, no. Jordan Peterson was one of those proud motherfuckers i ever seen. You know Jordan Peterson takes pride in himself, pride in what he's accomplished. But if you're gay, don't you dare have any pride in yourself. Here's Cody Johnson pointing out his hypocrisy. Remember when pride was a sin, says Jordan Peterson. But Jordan Peterson also said, so there, proud to support Jordan Peterson and his entrepreneurship. Yeah, he's proud of himself. Just don't you guys dare be proud because that would be a sin. And then more Jordan Peterson beyond parody. Holy God, this guy has no self-reflection whatsoever. He's just outright narcissist who really not trying to hide it. So he posts this article from Scientific American. Facial expressions do not reveal emotions. Uh, apparently they're on a study and they showed that, like you might expect, people often fake their facial expressions. So it's kind of hard to tell their real emotions from it. Or as he says, Darwin was wrong, but some random columnist for scientific quote-unquote American is right? Probability? Zero. 
more woke idiocy, thinly veiled Marxist criticism of essentialism, masquerading as an enlightened science, that's right. I can't believe some mediocre colonists from Scientific American wrote this. They couldn't possibly know more than me, a world-respected psychologist. So then they looked up the person that wrote this and Jordan Peterson and, huh, she is a more distinguished professor of psychology than you are, Jordan Peterson. She has been cited three times as much as you have. Beyond parody. How do you parody this motherfucker? Talking about goddamn ownage. Good God. Might want to shut the fuck up, dude. And, uh... <laughs> They're always the victim, folks. This is how far beyond parody they are. Now, from what we understand, it appears the YouTube algorithm helps conservatives get views. If you've ever clicked on a Jordan Peterson video one time for any reason, just to watch it to see what kind of stupid bullshit he spews, you will never stop getting recommendation for Jordan Peterson videos. They inundate inundate you with this shit day in and day out. And in fact, because of that, is no doubt the reason that this video he's complaining about got 4.2 million views. But instead of recognizing it is actually YouTube helping him get so many views, it's the algorithm helping him get 4.2 million views, he's going to complain that 4.2 million views is not enough, and they're clearly censoring him. He says, this interview I gave at Stanford is still stuck at 4.2 million views, as it has been for several weeks. There is no way this is true. YouTube, it was garnering views at a million a week, and then that just suddenly stopped? I don't think so. Don't do this. Don't do it, YouTube. Don't fucking hurt me. They're helping you, dude. 4.2 million views. It's never fucking enough from these goddamn clowns. Just wild. And speaking of clowns, folks, did you hear what happened to our good buddy J.K. Rowling? So, horrific transphobe J.K. Rowling apparently is so self-important that she believed Vladimir Zelensky wanted to call her up and have a private chat off the air with her. Because, you know, why? Why wouldn't he? Why wouldn't a guy who's the president of a country in the middle of a war want to call up and talk to the Harry Potter author? Off camera. Just makes sense. So anyway, it was all a scam. She got trolled by the Russians, but it's possible they also work for the Russian government. Russian disinfo agents. Yeah, J.K. Rowling became the victim of a distasteful prank by Russian imposters who convinced the Harry Potter author that she was speaking to Ukrainian President Vladimir Zelensky on Zoom. So I'm not get to a whole bunch of it because it was kind of embarrassing, but apparently uh, she agreed to possibly look into changing Harry Potter's uh, little lightning bolt on his head because it looks too much like a Z that might be part of Russian propaganda and maybe change it to a trident. For the Ukraine military. Just bullshit like that. They were just kind of fool her and make fun of her. And she fell for it. Embarrassing. And, and folks. Did you hear about the new Lightyear movies? So uh, it's not Buzz Lightyear I don't think. So apparently. 
the plot to the movie is the little kid from the Toy Story movies. Before the Toy Story movies took place, he went and he watched a movie about a character that later he turned into Buzz Lightyear. And uh, so then he's watching this movie in the theater and they had a very, very, very brief woman kiss another woman. It was like half a second. Boom, you missed it. But as expected, the ridiculous whiny piss babies on the right freak the fuck out. These are the same people trying to convince the public that it's us that cares about bullshit like uh, Mr. Potato Head, which no one gave a fuck about, or like Dr. Seuss, which no one cared about, when it's actually them who freak out about the most minor minutia on earth in order to create outrage and blow it out of proportion. While the January 6th hearing is going on, here's uh, Baghdad Barbie here. Disney liar fizzled at the box office. That's right, folks. They went woke and they went broke. That's all they can fucking talk about. Liar films slammed by conservatives. Go woke and go broke. Gina Ellis, right-wing shedhead, is like CNBC Pixar Lightyear snares. A disappointing mid-51 million in domestic opening. Go woke, go broke. And the comments were really depressing, too. This is a Newsweek article. And I was just scrolling through some of the comments. When you insert things into a movie that a group of people have a problem with, you risk alienating that group of people. If you want to make a decision, that's fine. But that means accepting the consequences of that decision. I actually agree. This is just how capitalism works. But you know what happened when people cancel their Spotify accounts because they thought Joe Rogan was spreading bullshit that they didn't like and they didn't want to support that anymore. You guys call that cancel culture. You guys call that an end to free speech and freak the fuck out about it. What's the difference? Emmanuel Kowski, Disney, to obscurity and beyond. So all freaking out about the most ridiculous bullshit. Little Benny Shapiro got out there and he was all outraged. He said, uh, Disney works to push a not all secret gay agenda and seeks to address queerness to its programming. According to executive producer Latoya Ravana, parents should keep that in mind before deciding whether to take their kids to see Lightyear, which hits theaters this week. That sounds a little bit like cancel culture there. Why is it not cancel culture when you do it? And folks, wait till you see what they're outraged by. That's not it. Uh, is that it? No, they're not outraged by this, folks. They don't care that there is a kiss in the movie. When it's straight people doing it, it's not sexual. But if it's a gay couple, if it's a lesbian couple doing it, it's automatically all about sex because that's all these people can think about. An amazing fucking double standard. Here they are at this movie theater, folks. A trigger warning for conservatives is what this is. The same people who would scoff if anything even close to this was done by the left. Warning! Attention parents! The management of this theater discovered after Book and Lightyear that there is a same-sex kissing scene within the first 30 minutes of the Pixar movie. We would do all we can to fast-forward through that scene. It's like half a second. How are you going to fast forward through half a second? 
but it might not be exact. We apologize for any inconvenience this late discovery of this scene causes. Yeah, we're sorry. If you're so fucking fragile, your mind can't handle this. That's literally it, folks. That's it. Freak out. Oh, my God. We have to boycott this movie. I can't believe two people who are in love briefly kissed each other. It's the gay agenda. But this, this is not the straight agenda, folks. This is just normal. No straight agenda here. But if there's a gay kiss, gay agenda, brainwash the children. Just beyond parody with these motherfuckers all the goddamn time. And uh, here's Jimmy Failure. No kid flies to Disneyland to go on Snow White and the Seven Genders. <laughs> they don't wait in line for Peter Pansexual. Uh-oh. Conservatives are getting better at comedy and the left's getting nervous. They just want to ride the rides and Disney's not letting them. What the fuck you talking about? They can go to goddamn Disneyland, Disney World, ride all the rides. The rides are the same. You guys are just making shit up to be outraged by. You're exactly what you project on the left. Whiny, snowflake, piss babies. And then the Good Liars is back. Love me some Good Liars. Go! Subscribe to the Good Liars if you haven't already. And folks, I'm about to introduce you to a true victim. This man was fired from his job for refusing to comply with the COVID protocol. You were saying you did lose your job uh, as a result of the vaccines. Yep, yep, because I just wasn't allowed in people's homes without a mask, or a lot of people would ask me, Do you, are you vaccinated? And, and it was at uh, a big company or no? Small company, self-employed, just myself. And, okay, so and you, my kids, yeah. you kind of had to let yourself go. You fired yourself. So you were saying you did. <laughs> I love the deer in the headlights look. Oh, yeah, yeah, I guess I did. Yeah, you fired yourself, motherfucker. If people don't want to hire you, that's just capitalism. And then, folks, did you guys know that coal plants are actually pretty good for the environment? They are, folks. It's true. I mean, yeah, like the air being dirty might seem like a bad thing, but it's actually good. But but just bear with me for a second, because obviously people... They, they, I, I agree with you. This gets blown out of proportion. They go full lunatic mode when they talk about this issue. But obviously, there's, there must be some impact. Burning things obviously can't be that good. I think we can all agree on that when you see the you know, stuff burning into the air, when you see coal burning. I, I can't imagine that's good for the environment. So what, what do you think the future looks like? What are your thoughts on, on that? Well, so you have to distinguish between the climate impacts and then you can just call them pollution impacts. Okay. So you can talk about the emissions of a given amount of coal, but even there, if you have filtration technologies, those emissions can be quite low. And you actually don't wanna live in a world with nothing in the air. If you have a, like a totally clean world, you become extremely vulnerable, just like if you're never exposed to any germs, which we've seen some people have this happen during COVID, you're, you're vulnerable and you become more vulnerable. That's right, folks. Last thing in the world you want is Clean air might kill you if you have really clean air. Just holy shit, we're doomed, we're doomed. These are the people ruling us and we're fucked up. And folks talking about whiny goddamn piss babies. 
Marjorie Taylor Greene. Here's the awful people. We're not offended by anything. Fuck your feelings. We're strong as shit. We don't need no safe spaces. Talking about getting a restraining order from a guy that works across the hall from her and dared put a trans sticker on a flag that she had hanging up. The Department of Justice refuses to prosecute Tim Heisem, Jake Oshenklaus's chief of staff. Even though he's been caught by Capitol Police, he's on camera, on video twice, attacking the sign, attacking my religion, attacking my gender, um, and attacking attacking my beliefs of of you know protecting gender and also the beliefs of my district. And so they refuse to prosecute him. Nancy Pelosi will not provide me with secu a security detail, even though they provide themselves with a security detail. So I have so many death threats. I don't know if one of these death threats are actually Tim Heisom. And I do not feel safe. I'm going to have to take out a restraining order against him uh, because I don't know <laughs> if my life is threatened. Oh, my God. Her life is threatened because a guy put a sticker near her door. Oh, my God. Call the cops. Just beyond parody. Always, always, always what they accuse other people of being. So thin-skinned, such snowflakes. And next up on Beyond Parody, Ron Johnson. Yeah, Ron Johnson is. Giant fucking Republican shithead Ron Johnson. Uh, <laughs> so anyway, uh, apparently he put forth a slate of fake electors in order to try to overthrow our democracy and install Trump as a dictator. And it all got found out, so they're trying to ask him about it as he leaves the Capitol building. And so to avoid the question, he pretends he's on the phone and he can't take the question and listen to him, but they can see his phone and he ain't talking to nobody. I can see your phone. I can see your screen. <laughs> so cringe. Good God. He just gave up the ruse. All right, I'm not really talking to anybody. Let me just walk faster and avoid your questions. This guy, they're such cowards, but they know they're never going to be held accountable. And speaking of beyond parody, Herschel Walker, who clearly has brain damage, but is probably going to be a United States Congress person anyway, wants you guys to know that he has a personality disorder. He has multiple personalities. He admits it, folks, but don't worry. I know what you're thinking. You're thinking, hey, maybe we shouldn't have a brain damaged congressperson who has multiple personalities in charge of writing our laws, but no, no, it's perfectly okay that he has multiple personality disorder because so did Jesus. Tell him all the time, I said, dude, I told him, I said, uh, do our Lord Jesus Christ have a mental illness? Because he said he's the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. To me, those are three different personalities. So, you know, we're not, we're not, we're not so much different than he is. But what we got to do is quit putting others down and try to build them up. That's right. Don't put him down. He's not crazy. He just like Jesus. Get him in Congress stead. And then this brainiac came out last week and said that there were 52 fucking states. 52 states, people. Conservatives going to put this guy in the highest political body in the land. Doesn't even know there's 50 fucking states. 
What in the hell? This is who they're putting in place to rule us. The dumbest motherfuckers, but they know they just have yes man who will rubber stamp anything they want to fucking do as they take our rights away. So frustrating. And have you guys been watching The Boys? If you haven't, what the fuck is wrong with you? Correct yourself. This last episode, guys. Herogasm. Perhaps in the top 10 of the best television episodes of any show I've ever seen. Rivals some of the Game of Thrones episode for sheer entertainment in one hour. Highly fucking recommended. Well, anyway, in this fucking parody goddamn simulation universe, apparently the show has a lot of right-wing fans who have just realized somehow that the show is political and making fun of the right. Even though it's one of the most political shows they've ever created, you would have to be fucking brain dead not to notice it's all about politics and mocking not just America, but the conservative right and fascist. Watch them cry about it. <laughs> so Blue Hawk is a character on the show who is a racist who unequally patrols black communities, attacks, beats, and kills black people. So, of course, the right-wing shithead was like, on the boys' thread, subreddit, they're like, was really liking Blue Hawk until the end of his speech. Yeah! Yeah, I was really liking that racist guy. Jeez, what happened here? Did OP delete his account, or did he, the mod step in? He deleted it like a coward. Yeah, I know. How could you not know? Skip over. The boys perfectly display what the dictator trap is. Homelander takes power, removes all. The, I guess I should read this for you folks. All right, I'm gonna skip over this because I'm afraid it's gonna give spoilers, and I don't want to spoil the show for you guys. But anyway, they're freaking out because they're just realizing that Homelander, who is a character that symbolizes uh, the evil of America, and it's also somewhat a stand-in for Donald Trump. They're just now recognizing it's mocking them. And it's hilarious. But watch the show. Watch the show. I won't give it up. The voice. Hell no. And uh, more hypocrisy. All the time. Always. That's what they have. So uh, Kari Lake, who is running for Arizona governor, is in the lead right now in the Republican primary to be Arizona governor. Because, of course, put out this tweet. They get God out of schools and welcome the drag queens. Oh, no. They didn't. But who cares? They took down our flag and replaced it with the rainbow. They seek to disarm Americans and militarize our enemies. Let's bring back the basic God's guns and glory. Because God really needs your guns and glory, motherfuckers. So like all of these people, she's just a shameless con, a grifter. They don't actually care about drag queens. They don't actually care about trans people. They just know this is an issue to whip up the bigots who will vote for them. And it's effective. So they're using it. Proof in point is that she was very good friends, apparently, with a drag queen until recently. Hanging out with the girls, she posted. Of her and her two drag friends. Hanging out with the girls. This is where I get all of my makeup tips. Yeah. Here's the drag queen calling her out. Now that Carl Lake 
has waded into the war on drag queens. No, she is a complete hypocrite. I performed for Kari's birthday. I performed in her home with children present. And I performed for her at some of the seediest bars in Phoenix. She's come to my parties and she has been asked to leave because door people thought she was too intoxicated to remain on premises. Kari was a friend of mine and I stood by her when she turned to the right. I reached out and she responded repeatedly when she took a public drubbing. It looks like she recently blocked me on Facebook but forgot to block her private page. These photos are free for anyone to republish or reuse. So, yep, there she is, hanging out with all her drag friends. It's all a joke. It's all a con. But they won't hold her accountable. Long as she's a bigot like they are, they will reward her. Because that's what the Republican Party is all about. Hate, hate hate spreading hate upsetting people and as long as you join in on it they'll vote for you every fucking time and mr bean hilarious edgy comedian mr bean always pushing the envelope of comedy came out this week against cancel culture he went out there whining this Rich-ass white dude who has hundreds of millions of dollars crying his ass off about cancel culture went out and said, comedy's job is to offend people. That's right. Comedy's whole job is to... No, it's not. Comedy's job is to be funny. Comedy's job is to make people laugh. Yeah, sometimes offensive comedy is funny, but not every single joke is offensive. Nor does it need to be. And he was like, and that can't be stopped. Every joke has a victim. He's so worried about it. But you putting out material like this, dude. It's not like you're an edgy comedian or anything. You're as milk toast as it fucking gets. What you wild about? Take a cue from your character and shut the fuck up. Rowan Atkinson. And then on Beyond Burdick. Oh, God. Jimmy Dore. Okay, I'm going to skip Jimmy Dore. I can't stand to even talk about Jimmy Dore. Jimmy Dore basically going out there doing what he does. Propping up right-wing candidates. Accusing the left-wing candidates of being woke. Just too depressing to fucking cover. Fuck that dude. And let's see what else we got on Beyond Parody. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Imagine if your entire personality was Trump. I don't even have personality. It's just Trump. I just love Trump. That's that's my whole being. That's my whole... My gender is Trump. That's basically what these motherfuckers are. Holy shit. But at least they found each other. They make a cute couple. Which one do you think's the top? This dude? That dude? I don't know. This dude might fool you. But they're cute. Matching outfits. I guess, uh, I guess I'm happy for you, too. And then, folks, their superpower is shamelessness. This motherfucker had Trump supporters screaming they were going to fucking hang him. He was called a coward and a wimp by Trump, thrown under the bus by the biggest liar to ever being the White House, can still, with a straight face, go in public and say shit like this. Have you ever seen a president who refuses to accept blame and i want to add to that 
commits so many falsehoods. I'm being very polite here, calling it falsehoods. Falsehoods, uh, you know, on any given day, he's out there saying stuff that just ain't true. You ever seen anything like that? Never in my lifetime. I said today that uh, uh, there has never been a time in my life where a president was more disconnected from the American people. Have you ever Just, seen... What do you say to that? That's why we do the beyond to parody section. There's no way to even parody these motherfuckers. He could have a Trump supporter walk up and shoot him in the head, and if he survived, he'd be like, what the fuck's Biden's problem? It's shameless. And here's a throwback for the beyond parody. You guys remember when uh, Elon Musk went public and bragged about how at Tesla and SpaceX henceforth so you know it's official Juneteenth gonna be a US holiday for his employees yeah way to step up Elon Musk and show how much you support progressiveness and then he was like oh well let me clarify uh they don't get paid time off yeah you don't get paid time off it does require use of a paid off day so you got to use like one of your sick days or some shit, you know, like you would on any regular day that you wanted to miss work. So not actually doing anything to help you whatsoever, but still going to fucking take credit for it. Hero Elon Musk. Good God. Cannot stand that guy. And then. Warning cringe alert. For those of you who are susceptible to cringe based injuries, please secure yourself. Dave Rubin went on Gutfield, and you know, when these two genius of comedy get together, it's going to be a side-splitting good time. And I just want to say, on the off chance that I say anything offensive here during the Gutfeld exclamation point program, I just want to say that I'm doing today's show as a black lesbian. That's what I am. <laughs> he identifies as a black lesbian. <laughs> oh, my God. It's hilarious. It's the attack helicopter joke. For the 10 billion time, just, you know, slightly different. So it's okay, folks. Don't worry. Cutting edge genius from super funny Dave Rubin. Cringe and folks. Here's one for the Beyond Parody Record books. Joe Rogan might be the least self-aware motherfucker on the entire goddamn planet. Here's the beautiful part, though. At least his own fan base is starting to turn against him. If you go to the Joe Rogan subreddit, most of the posts now are point, pointing out how ridiculous and cringy he is. Here he is describing other people, but it's very clear he's actually describing himself. That uh, switch political people that uh, switch political affiliations. You know, like they get lured in to the other side and they get a lot of attention from this transition. And so they make this transition and everybody loves them. And so then they go all in, you know, it's generally yeah. speaking, I see it from people that used to be left wing yeah. and become right wing. Yeah. And they go all in and, and it becomes an identity. Yeah. You're literally talking about yourself, dude. That is you. I know he's probably thinking Dave Rubin or some shit, but holy shit, Joe. Take some of that fucking money and buy a clue. And then, folks, they were making fun of him again on his own subreddit. So he gets cut off by his friends 
who are in the studio talking to him. But before he gets cut off, you can tell what he's doing. He's about to give a speech about how you're not even allowed to hang around with your friends anymore and talk. Look what they took from us, y'all. But they cut him off before he could. Watch him ridiculously whine about how he's not allowed to say whatever he wants to anymore while he's saying whatever he wants in front of millions of people. Well, I'm drunk and high. I'm so happy we do these. Yeah! Dude, these are so fun. so happy. They make me so happy because they're so wild. This is like, this is what we would really do. You know, wow. if, you, if you allowed us to do whatever we'd want to talk shit, this is what we'd do. Who stopped yeah. This is exactly how we do it. We'd get high, we'd get drunk, we'd talk shit. Hell yep. yeah. This is just guy talking, dude. Shaking things it's up. what we used to do. It's what like, people used to do. It was like fun. Michael but, J. Fox. But, you know, to be able to do it in this day and age, it's like a... <laughs> but to be able to do it in this day and... Hey, we used to just get around and talk to each other, but now it's illegal. Says a guy worth like $500 million saying whatever the fuck he wants in front of 8 million people. Just how do you parody this? These fucking whiny piss babies got everything. Still pretend like the world's against them, but they cut him off, which is kind of funny. He's shaking things it's up. what we used to do. It's what like, people used to do. It was like fun. Michael but, J. Fox. But, you know, to be able to do it in this day and age, it's like a fucking... How dare you? Sorry, I like, I like MJF. He's a great guy. Great guy, cute, little... Back to the Future shaky. was an awesome movie. So cut him off. God damn it. Why do people watch that show? Holy shit, it's amazing. And then, folks... Took even more shit from his subreddit for lying, so then he goes out there and he blames the failure of the Uvalde cops on the defund the police movement. Now, you might be thinking what I'm thinking. Um, what the fuck are you talking about? They didn't defund the police. The Uvalde police had like 40% of the budget for the town. Where have they defunded the police? None of this has actually fucking happened, Joe. Argument cool. that's like missing about the police is that the police don't train the way special operations train, but yet they're involved in combat scenarios on a regular basis. Yeah, so what we're experiencing right now is a byproduct of what society has forced police to become. You know, they're demonizing military training for law enforcement. It's our fault. And then obviously we just experienced defund the police and yeah. Uh, you know, nearly every large city has seen a crazy rise in crime. And the ones that these large cities that defunded their police, Who? to include Austin, you know, we, we've, we've never seen homicides like this. They defunded the police in Austin? You sure about that? Anyway. That ain't it. They jumped on him on his own subreddit. You'll have to see it. Tim Kennedy and Rogan blame the defund the police movement and the overall emasculation of police for the poor performance of Uvalde Police Department, had nothing to do with that. 40% tax revenue in Uvalde goes towards the police. It was not defunded in any sense of the word. And they just did a school shooting training at the school just a couple weeks ago. Rogan doesn't care. Joe Rogan experiences straight up right wing agitprop these days. Yes, it is. Stuff like this is why I stopped listening to Rogan's podcast. I literally felt like I was getting dumber just listening to him and his idiot friends say dumb shit like this. It was pretty obvious that he went far right in 2015. Stop listening then. Haven't ever regretted it since. The part of the clip where he uses the analogy of preventing rape by cutting off your penis legitimately lowered my IQ and I had to shut it off. So at least some of his fan base are waking up to how stupid he is. But he's just picking up a new fan base of right wing shitheads. So he doesn't care. He's more than happy 
to swap one for the other, undoubtedly. And one more, folks, on Beyond Parity. They got a conservative credit card now, folks, because, you know, your credit card knows what your uh, political affiliation is. Super cool. The griff never ends. Coin? Is that how you pronounce that? Oh, I don't know. Coin? America's first credit card for conservatives. Yeah. Imagine how proud you'll be when you go into Walmart and you hand the woman your coin card and she's like, just put it into the thing there. I don't give a shit about your card. And maybe she'll see what it says on it and she'll know instantly that you're a Trump-supporting dickhead. Imagine how owned she probably will be. She might be a lefty. You don't know. Credit cards for conservatives. It just makes sense, folks. Get yours today. Super cool. And all right, folks. That's my Beyond parody. Holy shit. We're in overtime. Who loves overtime? You love overtime. Reward me from overtime. Get in your super chats. Get in your likes on the video. Do all the things while we move to the next section that I like to call Trash World. Trash World. Dumpster Fire Hellish Trash World. Trash World. And it's all Trash World all the time on the Dusty Smith Show. And did you guys see this one? Hopeless. That's what our society is. Like I said, the grift never ends, folks. Now, Cal Rittenhouse has released yet another game. The second one that he's released in a money grab. They're putting out these uh, really cheap games. They just use uh, pre-made assets that they just throw in. They like literally throw this game together in 10 minutes. And they sell them to shitheads who are trying to own the left. So even though the game's bad, it doesn't matter. Their whole audience is bots. <laughs> Look at how people can be upset by this. So, cringe warning once again. Here's the new Kyle Rittenhouse game called Turkey Shoot. Hi, I'm Kyle Rittenhouse. You might know me as the guy who was recently acquitted from all charges in the Kenosha self-defense case. Uh, you're the murderer who uh, punched a woman and then shot a video about how you wanted to go shoot looters. And then you took your AR-15 and found an excuse to murder people and did it. Yay! What a hero you are. From the very beginning, I did nothing wrong. But that didn't stop the media from smearing my name. You're such a victim. It's time to fight back against the fake news machine. This is why I'm launching the Kyle Rittenhouse fake news turkey shoot video game. Just look how cheap this looks. It's just the same thing over again. It says fake news. It says, it says CNN. <laughs> you shoot them, girl. The media is nothing but a bunch of turkeys with nothing better to do than push their lying agenda and destroy innocent people's lives. So go to RittenhouseGame.com and pre-order the game now and help me fund the lawsuits to stop these fake news turkeys. It's a fake news turkey shoot. Got a laser gun going pew, pew, pew. Filing lawsuits, we about to bankrupt the fake news. Go to RittenhouseGame.com. Pre-order now. Okay, I should have put this one on Beyond Parody. I already had too many on Beyond Parody, folks. But Trash World! Yep, yeah, ask people buying this. Look at all the lefties we owned by buying this piece of shit game we won't play for five minutes. Just so sad what our society has become. And don't worry, folks! They solved gun violence! They did it! The Supreme Court voted to... Oh, wait, they they voted to add more guns? They... They... More... Yep. Yeah. 
Supreme Court rules against New York gun permit law. Oh, so going to be a lot easier to conceal carry guns in New York now. The exact opposite of what this crazy gun nut culture society should be doing. <laughs> of course it is. Why would we expect any different? I'm sure those of you overseas are not surprised at all. And speaking of crazy gun notes, uh, Walter Masterson went to a gun show posed as an elementary, elementary school teacher <laughs> to see what kind of gun they recommend he buy. Let's have a look. We're teachers and we're trying to arm ourselves for, you know, the classroom. Smith & Wesson bodyguard or something, then 380. Yeah. Because it slips in your pocket. Nobody knows it's there. You use a remora type The kids aren't going to see it. Kids aren't going to see it. You can get it with a built-in laser. You pull it out, you hit the button, you know where you're going to hit. Wait, the built-in? So, okay, so the built-in laser. It has a laser built into it. Yeah, you get it. Let's say I'm incapacitated. I don't want, like, a student to not be able to use it if I'm taken down. That's why you want something little like that. You don't want a 9mm because of the recoil. Yeah, like small fingers could use it. Great. Yeah, you don't want a big gun. Well, if your elementary school kids need to murder the school shooter after he's killed you, little gun. Not a lot of recoil. Kids can handle it. Super cool and normal, America. Yay. And last up on Trash World, short Trash World tonight. Hackers. Fucking hackers. Did it again. A hundred million worth of crypto has been stolen and another major hack. It just again and again and again, folks. If you want to lose all your money, invest in crypto. Very fast way to do it. They just had a loss of $600 million recently, and then another loss of $320 million, and now they have a new loss of $100 million. So, super cool. This is what you wanted. You guys wanted no regulations, no government intervention. Good luck on losing all your money, fucking morons. And that's my trash world. Hope you guys enjoyed it. Now, we're going to swiftly move into the next section. A little something I like to call, what the fuck? Boom, nailed it. Perfect timing as always. And first off, on tonight's What the Fuck? Did you guys see this one? This one's super fun. You probably already saw this one. This is how they handle alligators out in Australia. <laughs> this guy's like, okay. I got it. Don't worry. Get him, Tonga. Hey, what the fuck you doing? Get the fuck back. Smash your face with a prime pan. I'll put you in this frying pan, alligator. Cook you up delicious. Better get off in your swamp. And then, folks, talking about fucking yikes. Meanwhile, at Hobby Lobby, they got a, a fascist love corner here. All about back the blue. Real heroes don't wear capes. Blessed are the peacemakers. For they will stand in the hallway and let your kids get murdered while they do nothing. Children of God. They're the God man. Don't you question our God man. They're above all you. Fuck you, Hobby Lobby. What the fuck? And poor Gator. Don't feel sorry for the Gator. It's all good. And then, folks, this next video clip is another one of these things that's just incredibly fucking relatable to all of us. Um, you know how sometimes you're at a uh, Tijuana whorehouse and you're banging the horse, just left and right banging the Tijuana horse, and then they leave the room and you got post-nut clarity and you're like, why am I 
paying for all these whores and I'm not even horny anymore. And uh, the whores are bad at their job. They didn't make you pay ahead of time like they're supposed to do. So you ain't paid yet. And also, somehow, the whores left their purses in the room with you. So you grab their money and then you jump out of a two-story window and hit the ground and run away. You know, like we all do all the time. Ow. Yeah, mistakes were made. Can you still run? Better get up. Yeah, you pay for it one way or another, dude. Hope you got some socialized medicine that country. Then the Tijuana Wars are like, hey! You stole our money, did pass! Get the fuck back here! And this guy, he don't give a fuck. He like, I don't get a pay enough for this. But I'm just saying, I'm kind of disappointed of these Tijuana Wars. You always get the money up first! That's like ho 101. These Tijuana whores are just bad at their job, in my opinion. And one more on the what the fuck section. Last up. Holy shit, folks. So I know it's a different culture that these people live in clearly. I mean, I live in a, a mostly black community, but the culture I live in is not like this. So apparently, um, robbing stores is so normal to these people that they don't believe the person in the store has any right to fight back in any way. So apparently their brother went inside the Dollar General, stuck a gun in the clerk's face to rob her, and got shot. And they're mad at the clerk. They're saying the clerk had no right to defend herself. Watch this crazy bullshit. These siblings are furious. Their brother, who police say was an armed robber, was gunned down by a store clerk. The pair acknowledges it was, he, that he was wrong for Roosevelt Rapley to try and rob the Dollar General on North Gettysburg Avenue, but they say the clerk shouldn't have had a gun at work. Rochelle and Juan Rapley say their younger brother, Roosevelt Rapley, was the second of ten siblings killed by gunfire. I still don't believe it. By the end of the day, I don't believe my brother is dead. Like, it ain't kicked in yet. And they're furious about how it happened. At the end of the day, that's not right. Police say a Dollar General clerk shot and killed 23-year-old Roosevelt, who showed a gun and demanded cash Wednesday. Witnesses indicated that the weapon was brandished and pointed at, at employees. The siblings recognize their brother's wrongdoing. He got some responsibility, but not all. But they say that still doesn't warrant the clerk's actions. Right and wrong is wrong. That was wrong for that clerk to shoot my brother in the chest. Yes, he's robbing off. Oh, well. Call police. That's what y'all supposed to do. Y'all not supposed to take matters in y'all own hands. If that's the case, I'm going to take matters in my own hands. Oh, that's a threat right there. Oh, you got to take matters in your own hands. I won't take matter in my own hands. You're just supposed to get robbed. I mean, yeah, sometimes they murder you in those robberies to leave no witnesses, but sh just get murdered. None of your business. Just die. What the fuck, yo? Not very bright. Anyway, that's my what the fuck section. What you guys think about that crazy bullshit? Nuts. And as always, folks, I'm going to read all the Super Chats at the end of the show. Please hit the like button. But we still got plenty of show left, folks. Mega show. Holy shit. Dusty done it again, y'all. And next up, going to do a little bit of bitch. Y'all caring too much. Ding. And first off, on the Karen Cavalcade, 
you go. See this one. I, I gotta find. I didn't. God damn it. I didn't do this one right. So this gentleman pretended he was a police officer, William J. Ryan, and drove past an actual off-duty police officer and said some racial shit. Let's see if I can find it. I don't know where the whole video is. Let's just watch this one little clip. I'm a cop, you asshole. I'm an off-duty trooper, you fucking stupid nigga. That's how troopers act. That's how troopers act. You'll never be white. That's how troopers act. Fuck you. That's how troopers act. Law enforcement don't act like that. So that was even a longer video where they were in an altercation and whatnot. He said a bunch of more racist bullshit, but yep. Now he's being investigated for a hate crime. So uh, good luck on prison there. William J. Ryan, 60. Another one of these doughy, tough-ass white men. With his racism, and then here's another great example of toxic masculinity. Dude feels like he's been disrespected by this other driver. Got to jump out of his car and threaten the shit out of her, and she handles herself perfectly. She stays totally calm, addresses herself like a champ. Really. Go. Excuse me, get in the car. You found a single out? No, I did not. I didn't see it. Can you get back in Get back in the Go get in your car. Relax. Calm down, you'll live longer. Oh, whoop your mother. You mean? Calm down. You mean? Oh, whoop your mother. Go for it. Imagine have this much of a chip on your shoulder. Oh my kids! I'll whoop your ass! Oh my kids! I'll whoop your ass! Why are you putting that in your kids? Well, that's just nasty. You could have been gone, bitch. You could have been gone, bitch. Yeah, I heard that. He ain't done. He got to kind of back up like he's going to back into her. Get out again. I got some more to say to you. Just get in your car. Oh, my mama. Now you got your mama into oh, it? Calm down, man. I bet she ain't proud of your behavior. You don't scare me. You're not scaring me. Sc she ain't trying to scare you, dude. I didn't do nothing. Wow. Good Lord. What a fucking baby. Everything wrong with how men believe how they have to act. Be so defensive. Oh my god, you disrespect me? I'll whoop your ass. Shut the fuck up and get back in your car. Don't let it ruin your day, motherfucker. Right, one more, folks. On the Karen section. Another typical day on a plane. And I don't know about you guys, but I'm tired of these motherfucker Karens on this motherfucking plane. Go ahead. 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 Go uh -huh. Fuck you. God, God bless you. God bless you. Don't, don't touch him. No, you need to get her off this plane. Can I have you please stay seated? 
She called her a racial slur. Call, call yeah, me a nigger. Literally. Thank can you. you can you confirm that? Can you confirm that? Thank you. Me? Sure, I don't care. If we can leave. Hey folks, quick, uh, quick update here. We gotta return to the gate real quick. Situation. We gotta get this bitch out the plane. Hopefully we get you guys this to the gate. Sorry. Off to LA, but uh, sorry about the delay. We have to uh, take care of this. Thank you. Way to ruin it for everybody, dumbass. That's why you don't drink and fly, folks. Try not to be drunk in public too much. Usually end up making a fucking fool of yourself. And that is my very short, very amazing Karen section. And let's jump right into the heroes, folks, because we could be heroes for just one day. And you guys watch the Breaking Bad. I'm the one who knocks. Well, anyway, apparently Dean Norris uh, is cool. Dean Norris is the guy that pays uh, Hank's brother-in-law working for the DEA. Spoiler alert. Not going to give it to you. Anyway, uh, he's telling the truth about capitalism. Took a little flack for it, but he also got a bunch of love, which I love to see. He says, you're not getting robbed at the pump. You're paying fair market price for a commodity. If you love capitalism so much, then shut the fuck up. Exactly. They're gouging us. That's what capitalism is all a fucking about. We need to seize the oil fields. We can take all the profits, the billions of dollars every quarter, the 90 billion per quarter, every goddamn oil company is making. And we can like take half that money Use that to lower the gas prices and they take the other half and use it to pay for renewables and shit so we can get off the oil standard stat, which is exactly what we need to do to make sure these Middle Eastern countries and Russia doesn't have the same power over us that they do right now. There's no fucking reason we should allow a small amount of rich assholes, evil men, to have our natural resources that should belong to fucking all of us. Makes no fucking sense. But if you're okay with that, if you have a problem with seizing the oil companies, then shut the fuck up about the gas prices because it's just capitalism, motherfuckers. And last up, one more hero. A bunch of heroes, in fact. Good to know that there's some good in the world. Good to know that people are fighting back. I showed you in the last show how the Proud Boys stormed into the Drag Queen Story Hour, threatened lies, made the children feel unsafe. Well, it had the Streisand effect. A lot of times when you try to ban something, when you try to shut something down, it has the opposite effect. Makes more people want to support it. Drag Queen Story Hour at Zoo Montana draws hundreds of kids and supporters. A crowd of more than 700 kids and adults listen to stories read by drag performers at Zoo Montana in Billings on Wednesday. Keldon Jorner, a Montana performer whose drag persona goes by Anita Shadow, read books about wildlife and diverse identities at the zoo as part of pride celebrations scheduled in Billings for the, the last full week of June. So good on you guys for not being intimidated, for not letting these fucking bigots win. Nobody is being harmed here. Somebody is reading children's stories the horror gotta have laws against this don't we so good to see there's some good in the world kudos to you guys and all right folks got one more section for you gonna bust this shit out real quick a little something i like to call even though it wasn't at all it was not a slow news week at all 
But I'm going to do the section anyway. This is Slow News Week with Dusty Smith. Yeah! And first off, on Slow News Week with Dusty Smith. Yeah! Did you guys see this one? Elon Musk. The biggest difference between the right and the left is that my wife and child left me. They never write me. <laughs> Hilarious. Now, folks, this is not real. You know how you know it's not real? Because it's funny. Dead, dead giveaway right off the bat. Elon Musk has a funny tweet. It can't be possibly real. But you guys hear that uh, Elon Musk has an eight-year-old, 18-year-old, I believe his daughter, a trans daughter who has changed her name. Is it a, is it a daughter or a son? I can't remember. Uh, I think it's a daughter. Maybe it's a son. Anyway, they've changed their name and they no longer want anything to do with Elon Musk. So it's no wonder he's come out so strongly against the culture war and gender. His wife, first of all, left him for a, a transgender woman, and now his uh, kid wants nothing to fucking do with him. Anybody know if uh, his kid's, what gender his kid is? Anyway, good to see it. No wonder he's freaking the fuck out. Couldn't happen to a better dude. And uh, shout out to Kay Drew, who made some fan art for me. All right. I look like a Gelfling. Gelfling? Is that how you pronounce that? Gelfling. And I appreciate your very generous proportions on my waistline. I have an eight-pack, yo. You know, like in real life. And I got a cute little cat on my shoulder. Nailed it. Thank you, Kay Drew. And then, folks. Apparently, this is the inside of a shellfish, and I just got to tell you, I'm about to go fuck my Captain D order. What the fuck, yo? I am horny for seafood. That shit looks delicious. Yum. And then, folks, I didn't watch this video, okay? I'm just going to go ahead and say I didn't watch this video yet. Why would I watch a video before I put it on the show? I just figured we all watch it together at the same time and be outraged by it. So apparently this is a video of a girl showing off her outfit that cost $10,155. And oh, no, you don't with your obscene displays of wealth. Let's take a look at it. I mean, she looked kind of cute, but first she's like, her top's only $30. Okay, that's not much. Your shorts are only $20. That's not much. Where's the $10,000 come from? You flaunting girl. Where that jacket only 45. I don't see no $10,000 in your crap. Oh, oh, it's her prosthetic. Okay. Oh, yikes. Mm. Sorry. My bad. And next up, oh, slow news week. Smith. Yeah. You know what I love, folks? People who can take a joke. Cannot stand people who just get all upset over everything, can't take a fucking joke. It takes like a, a confidence in yourself to be able to take a joke. So here's a, a great example of a guy who can take a joke and dish it out. Just good natured all the way around. Makes you feel good down in your bones. And this one, this one should have been in beyond parody. I'm gonna save this for the next show. Because that's so stupid. Alright, and uh 
And then, folks, Rand Paul and Mo Brooks went out and addressed a very, very diverse crowd at their rally. Let's have a look at the, at the diversity. Look at all the diversity, folks. Look at all the diversity. Oh, my God. It's nothing but old white folks. Of course it is. Nobody shocked. Might want to like hire a black person, a Mexican, somebody to stand in that sea of uh, mayonnaise. I'm just saying. And all right, folks, that's my show. That's all I got. I did it. Two hours and 30 minutes. Cool, cool, cool. Hope you guys had a good time tonight. Let me read the super chats and I'll do a quick Q&A at the end. Please hit the like button if you bail out. Do it, do it, do it. Thank you. What's Biden's problem? Funny. And very, very sad. Yeah, I mean, like I said, better in every way than Trump, but that is an incredibly fucking low bar. Thank you, Morton. Chris999, you have probably answered this before. I was only introduced to The Greatest Show on Earth a few months ago. Do you have two patron accounts? I want to make sure I have joined the correct one. Yes, I have two patron accounts. Um, This is, this is going to sound self-serving, but this is how honest I am. I had another patron account for my atheist videos. When I did single videos at a Patreon account that uh, I charge per video. And when I started doing my podcast, I did not want to charge people who sign up for my Patreon for my single videos for my podcast because the formats were entirely different. So I stopped using that one for a long time. I basically gave up, I don't know, at least $10,000 a year for several years by not using that. I probably gave up thirty dollars or $40,000, but I didn't want to charge people for something that they weren't like used to. Like I didn't want to charge them for my podcast when they're used to getting single videos and stuff. So I just didn't charge them for that account. I made a new one and I built up my patron from scratch for this new content I was doing. So to make sure I didn't screw anybody out of money. So that's why there's two. Uh, the one that I use for this podcast is in the link to the description of this video. So you click on the description of the video and there's a link to it right there. It's uh, patreon.com slash podcast. Uh, Django Fat, $2. What's up, Django? E! Another $2 from E! Finishing us off real good, E, like you do. Because you do what you do, and I can't. Hey, uh, I appreciate you doing what you do, E. You doing what you do means a whole hell of a lot, believe me. Sai is the true Antichrist. I know, right? Fucking Sai, this little pony dance. Fuck all, Sai, and uh, yeah, that's that. Joseph, give me another $5. Thank you, Joseph. Appreciate it. Joe LaFargo, give me $3. Appreciate it, Joe. From right to left, $10. I'm Christian, but inactive and a native Southerner. The USA is, I hope, too good for conservative Southern values. Marriage of church, state is BS. We're worth my losing friends to fight for what's right. Hey, I agree. Definitely time right now to stand up against anybody. Family, friends, what the fuck ever. Make your voice heard. Keep it lover. Dusty, there's a very good Romanian film about abortion called Four Months, Three Weeks, and Two Days, which all relates to what's going on. All right, I'll check that out. Thanks for the recommendation. Stay strong, man. I will. Thank you, oi boy. Shoegazer, the thing about those anti-HW videos is they find a single person who is usually a child and will grow out of it, be ridiculous, and treat it like that's what everyone in the left is like. It's called nut picking. That's exactly what they do. Steven Winterfield, holy shit, very generous. Love you, Stephen. Keep up the good work. You keep up the good work, Stephen. You also made an anti. I already read that. All right. Anything else? All right. Cool. 
Now, if you guys have any questions for me, time to talk to the dirty, sexy pores. Love me some dirty, sexy pores. And usually this time of the show where I tell you guys what I've been watching. Uh, I just started watching the show Humans. I know they have a third season already. I'm late on watching it, but it's pretty good. I like it. And there's a new show that just came out called The Old Man. It has uh, the dude in it. And it's really good. If you guys haven't seen it, there's four episodes of The Old Man. It's like a, he's like this old badass. I kind of relate a little bit. And all right, that's about all I've been watching. The Boys, of course. Watch The Boys if you have not watched The Boys. The Boys is a uh, fucking about. Oh, the new season of uh, The Umbrella Society is out. And it's, in my opinion, the best season yet. I thought the first two seasons were fine. It was pretty good. But the new season is out, and uh, Elliot Page transitions on the show. So it went woke, but it's not going to go broke. It's actually really good. It's actually heartwarming because his entire family on the show is very loving and supportive of him automatically. The show starts out where uh, he is playing, uh, still playing a uh, female character, a female presenting character, and then he transitions to... Uh, Nicholas? I think that's what he calls himself in the show. But anyway, very good. Very, very good season of the Umbrella Society. Highly recommended. Now, what you guys got to say, do you think we will have another American Civil War? Like, I didn't. But who the fuck knows what's going to happen now? I would not be surprised about anything that happens at this point. Do you think religious fundamentalists will eventually become a majority due to their high fertility rates? Uh, no. I think they will continue to rule as a minority, but like, I don't give a shit how many religious people have kids. What I care about is that you give me access to their minds, which YouTube does. I can reprogram these motherfuckers. I ain't got no doubt about that. Severance, Severance is a very good show too. If you haven't seen Severance, highly recommended. Good show. What else we got here? Uh, anything else pop up? Uh... I hope it makes the characters more likable. They were my least favorite character. What character are you talking about? Stranger Things. Don't like Stranger Things. I cannot stand shows with kids. I don't know. That's just me. I am dead inside. Can you do anything else? I'm really kind of cool. I like it. Yeah, pretty good. Are you going to move to Canada if things get worse? Hell no. I like where I live. I'm going to stay here and fight to the very end. That's what you do when you're a true patriot. Not one of these fake patriots that want to overthrow the government and install a dictator. Real Patriots stand and fight. They don't run. Pendulum swings. Hopefully. Hopefully it does. Dusty, what do you think of the idea of human eugenics? Do you think we should stop people with genetic diseases, criminals, and people with low IQs from reproducing? I don't think that we should stop people from reproducing. No, hell no. But I do think that if we have some kind of a future technology that allows us to edit our genes and get rid of diseases and shit, or like a customized children in any way the parents want to. I'm all for that. Sure, let's do it. Sounds good to me. Uh, as much as I support Elliot, I do think Umbrella Academy adapting his role a weird choice plot story-wise. I mean, I didn't see anything weird about it. It wasn't even that big of a deal. It was just one day he was like, all right, I'm trans now. And they're like, cool. That's the way it should be, right? Wasn't a big to-do about it or anything. It's just, hey, I'm this. And they're like, okay, we'll love you anyway. And they're like, okay, fine. And they moved on with it. So that was the perfect way to handle it. And I understand that he would not want to continue presenting as female if that's not how he authentically feels about himself. Um, 
We can create medical technology to create healthy people. Yeah, that sounds good to me. I'm all about that. New episodes of Reno 911 were great. I've not seen those. I need to go check that out. I will go check it out. Would you ever consider co-hosting a show with TJ? Yeah, sure. If TJ wants to do a show, he can reach out to me. Sort of like leftovers, but you could inform TJ and the audience. I'd watch it. All right, maybe. We'll see what happens. Don't know, but uh, TJ's out there, and you want to get rid of those other two jokers you're working with. Work with me instead. I can do something. Genetic engineering can even make super soldiers. Going to make some V. Like on the boys. You a fan of Harry Potter? Hell no. Harry Potter sucks. Boring as shit. I don't think more boring than Harry Potter. Lord of the Rings. Have you seen The Wire? Yes, The Wire. One of the greatest television shows ever created. Uh, rest in peace, Omar. Shouldn't have done those drugs. You're supposed to rob drug dealers, not do the drugs, Omar. So disappointed in Omar. Welcome to Dust Buddies. Brandon Boy, good to see you. Anything else? All right, folks, that's my time. It's already 1036. We roll through another incredible entertaining episode of the greatest show in the history of mankind love the fucking shit out of you guys thank you for everybody who supported the show please consider supporting me on patreon patreon.com for such podcast link in the description of this video we do a lot of good work here at the human society mr benama sanctuary and uh help us out if you can surely appreciate it folks i'll be back on monday it's friday so that means monday monday gonna be back on monday are you a fan of mstk3k not really not really my thing, but it's okay. It's not bad. Um, all right, I'm out of here. Love the shit out of you guys. I will see you after the weekend's over. Be sure to tune in on Monday, 8 p.m. Central, 9 Eastern. We do this every week, Monday and Friday. Tell your friends, please hit the like button, please hit the subscribe button, hit the little bell so you're notified when I do new shows. See you guys soon. Love you. Good night, Logic. Fuck yes. And let's play a little uh, Talking Points, an original song by Dusty Smith to play us out with. Won't you show the world your outrage? Won't you take a stand? I call my race because it just can't face this. Everyone seems so blind. I call my race because it just can't face this. Every child's been left behind. All the rights are treaded on. All the rights could soon be gone. Civil rights just don't belong. Treated like some political pawn. Don't pretend that it is all fine because you made up on the unemployment line. Why your job gets reassigned to some Malaysian kid who's just pushing nine. I'm a man of many talents. Only break it down off fair and balance. I'll hop on the roof right off the strong and I'm busting out my talking points. First they fan and then they loud about the WNDs Then they drop off your dads and moms and many more Iraqis Then they vacationed as the nation's children went off to war How many more rockets must I throw a barrel of oil? A hundred billion spent to kill them Meanwhile billions are still left their jobless while they rumble on civil rights as well It's time to move on and improve on the red, white, and the blue I'll keep it busy, are you with me? These talking points are true Soul. I'm just trying to pay that toll. I know that at least those going to stick for peace. And I know that on that day, when I finally have my say, the world will hear me. Cause I'm gonna shout it. Gonna tell my mother, gonna tell my brother, and we'll be 
Yeah. 